There we go. How's it going? Ah, uh, good. How are you? I am all right. How are you? I, very, I, very formal. I fixed it. <laughs> yeah, it's a very formal. I'm wearing my tuxedo. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> well, how's it going this week? Good, man. What are we? What are we drinking? I want to get straight to this shit. So we're drinking. Uh, 19 Crimes Cali oh, Red. Oh, shit. It's got Snoop Dogg on the cover for anyone uh, watching on the video. Uh, I didn't even know Snoop Dogg had a wine. So I don't know that it's necessarily his wine, but all the different versions of, of the 19 Crimes have a different person oh, on it. So okay. anyway, uh, one cool thing I really liked about it is the cork. You pull the cork out, it's got Snoop Dogg's face That's on awesome. the cork. So. Does, is he still going by Snoop Dogg? Because I know he was Snoop Lion Snoop, for a while. Snoop, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Lion. I don't back. know. The... the He's still the fucking man. Oh, yeah. I love Snoop. Yeah. So, um, anyway, we've not had this before, but it was recommended by our guest that we will introduce in a moment. Yeah. Cheers. Yes. Or do you want to wait? Let's wait. Yeah, Cheers. Look, you know yeah, what? Let's wait. wait. He's let's drinking wait. some wine as well. So, but, uh, tonight, tonight, based on the recommendation and seeing his shit on Facebook, that's, that's great stuff. He's got a couple of podcasts. Interesting guy. We have the uncle of Easy. Yeah. Trevor Jackson. Trevor, how is it going? Oh, man, I'm blessed. How y'all guys doing tonight, Oh, we are man? all right. We are all right. So we've got our Cali Red here, and you. what are you drinking? I'm drinking, I can't pronounce it. I'll be trying something. It's Rosette Caliul Chate Bordeaux Superior, something from something from Whole Foods. That's what we should call it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Uh. I'm jealous of y'all right now. <laughs> That yeah. is a little sweeter than any cab I've ever had, but that's, that's not, bad. not bad. I feel like a, I feel like we're some fancy bitches tonight do, do you drinking feel, wine. Do you feel like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a spider directly to your right oh, coming down on a oh, web. Fuck me. <laughs> hey man, me knowing where y'all located, me knowing where y'all located, that y'all better make sure it's not a brown recluse. No, no, oh, no it's not. It's not. It's uh, that was funny. That no, was funny. No, no, that was not funny. I, I, I hate spiders as well. I just uh, that was that was funny. <laughs> so anyway, um. <laughs> so up until this point, like this is the first time I've spoken with you. Joey's interacted yes. with you a little bit, but uh, like I said, like you said, uh, we had uh, Easy on a while back, and we had a fucking great podcast. Oh man. god, so much so fun! The most fun episode we've we've ever done. Which he actually came in and sat in here with us, and and we had a blast. So yeah, so you come highly recommended from him, and then yeah. just seeing seeing the stuff you guys are doing on on. Uh, on your pod, your two podcasts, and then and the uh, topics that you bring up on Facebook. So um, you do two podcasts: one, the uh, uh, named after you, the Trevor Jackson podcast, and then you have another yes, one with with another guy, and I can't remember his name right now. But it's it, but two two brothers Troy. from Sea Hills, Troy. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, Trevor Jackson podcast. Tell tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that. What's going on with that one? Well, the, the Trevor Jackson podcast, my uh, individual podcast, it's like uh, just a conversation with people that's artists, chefs, authors, just people doing something that's interesting, man. Yep. And it's just a, a good conversation. That's all it is. And and then I do book reviews and shoe reviews on the podcast. Oh, nice. Just all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Cool stuff that interests me or whatever. So shoe reviews. Yeah. What What is the, the best shoe you've reviewed? I can't pronounce the name of that neither, but the Nike Gaia Kusi or something. It's a, a, Japan, a Japanese Nike shoe. Oh, nice. And it's comfortable. It's so comfortable. It's ridiculous. You know, me being a Tennessee guy, 
We outdoors people in Tennessee. I like running around Lakeshore Track. Yeah. That's my thing, man. Nice. And, and those Nike Gaia Kasukis or whatever they, how you pronounce it. I obviously run a lot. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> run to the refrigerator. Right. Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we kind of, you're talking about just interviewing people doing interesting things. So we, when we started deciding to interview people around here, we, we initially just were looking for local business owners that, mm -hmm. um, we could have on here that whether they wanted to promote their, whether they wanted to promote their business or not, didn't matter. We wanted to talk to them about it and just have them hang out and, and be on an episode. And we've slowly kind of morphed into anyone that we find interesting or that's willing to come or on. Or that's willing. Because we've had a couple of business owners uh, turn us down, and that's fine. We get it. If We don't necessarily line up with everyone's brand, but, you know, whatever. It's fine. Mm -hmm. So so anyway. Um, um, Where are you going with that, dude? Well, I was just <laughs> just putting the two together. Like, oh like that was a – we should have started out doing that instead of just looking for local business owners. I mean, he's, he's got the right idea, just anyone that's interesting. So, Well, but it started – the only people I knew around here were a couple of local business owners. Right. That's where that kind that's, of got That's true. Know, off. That's true. So neither mm -hmm. of us are from Knoxville. Are you from Knoxville? Yeah, I was, I was born and raised in Knoxville, but I don't live there anymore, though. You don't live in Knoxville anymore? No, I live in Charlotte. I didn't North know Carolina. that. I thought you. I thought you did live here, and that you bounced back and forth from, from here to Charlotte. So okay, then nah. I, I I did I misunderstood everything. So okay. Hey man, I I would be in the studio with y'all. Well, that, that, that makes sense because he was just saying, dude, he's such a bitch. He doesn't want to no. come in person. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's what I said. I was like, I, I I don't know if it's a COVID thing or or what, but no. but he's zooming in. He but he lives here in Knoxville. But okay, that well that sense. makes way more sense now. Yeah. Way yeah. more sense where, now. Where so, are y'all guys? originally from though so we're we're both well you're from parts unknown you're from all over the place You've lived I, grew up, everywhere. I grew up in Fayetteville Tennessee yeah and, and I grew up in Pulaski Tennessee so Pulaski, um, yeah so that's right close to the Alabama well both Fayetteville and Pulaski are yeah. both on the close to the Alabama state line so yeah but I, I moved around a lot born in yeah. California and then all over the place until it was like six or something. Yeah. So. Why are you in Tennessee if you was born in Cali, man? You supposed to be in, enjoying the <laughs> sun, it's, it's man. My, my dad, man, he, he, they're all from Tennessee, and then he was out there for work when I was born and then moved back, and we moved all over until I was about five years old, and then we kind of settled in Tennessee. But then I, I left for like 15 years or so by the Yeah, yeah, something like that. And then ended up back here again. So go go figure, man. I like Knoxville, though. Yeah. I just moved here to Knoxville about a year ago, and I, I fucking dig it here. It's cool. Yeah, like, yeah we, I've been in Knoxville about six years, seven years now, and and mm -hmm. uh, yeah, seven years now. Wow, it doesn't doesn't feel like seven years, but I know. But uh, I I like Knoxville a lot. I, I say a lot. I know a year here with you has felt like I, seven years. <laughs> I, I say I really really like Knoxville, but I'm not in love with Knoxville. It's it's mm. a it's a strange thing, but I do really do. I can't imagine moving off and being anywhere else. I mean, shit, it took us twenty some odd years of being friends to be living in the same city or close to each other again it is, so has not been yeah. worth it <laughs> so uh, so it may take a while before, before before i move anyway you know you know knoxville is a beautiful city it's yeah. a clean city it's a multicultural city i love the city the only thing i don't like about knoxville is that i can't make no money though <laughs> oh really yeah i, I, I just i don't that. know i can't make no money though i can't just I just can't make no money there. So you do a lot of music stuff, as uh, right? Don't you do? Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. So, is that 
have you found i mean obviously you're saying you can't make any money here like what seems to be the biggest issue on that front in knoxville well the music scene in knoxville is not great i mean i'll say that but well well charlotte is actually better than charlotte north carolina because charlotte is a uh, it's not a music city it's more like <clears throat> a banking city yeah <laughs> Dude, oh, there are, I mean, I've this, worked in like I, I've worked in Charlotte a few times, and there are so many fucking banks downtown. It's crazy how many banks there are in Charlotte. Yeah, it's it's just based on banks, but I like making money, so yeah. that's what I, I was complaining about not making it in Knoxville. So I can't complain about so uh, making money here. So, what is your day to day nine to five? Like, what do you do as a career? Day? You don't have to mention your. Yeah, company. you don't have to say the company, but but just I won't. But I'll tell you the. Uh, I can mention one, I can mention the companies and everything. I I'm wide open. I'm an open book. Right. I do a lot, man. I'm a real estate broker. Oh shit. I'm an order selector at Cisco Foods. Okay. I'm a podcaster. Uh, I do graphic design when people want some graphics or whatever. I'm all of the above, man. Multi, I just do what I feel. I'm I'm capable yeah. of whatever. Nice. I'm a recording artist, a CEO. Nice. CEO. I got multiple artists. Uh, on my record label, Cold Blooded Records, Easy One of them, my nephew. Yeah. yeah. Then I got Jack Boy. Uh, he just released an album called Money Talking. So I, I do all kind of stuff. Now I'm just trying to make ends meet, man. Yeah. Man. yeah. Well, any anything you want to promote, brother? Throw it our way, and we'll we're happy to throw it in. Throw some links up, whatever you want. Hey, man, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to just and, to be on y'all show, man. Oh, and if you got any of, of your own stuff um, uh, that you want to throw, it, I'm happy to tack something onto the end of the episode to play us out. Um, after the fact, if you want me to throw something up, I will. Yeah, any song. Oh man, that's what's up. Yeah, any if you've recorded it or you just produced it, either way, however you're going to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we've we've said this before. We're both incredibly failed musicians. Me more than Joey, <laughs> but you know. Well, I just what, 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 what music y'all into though? Like what y'all play? Yeah, I know y'all are from Tennessee, so I know it ain't bluegrass. <laughs> no, no, we. So we, I guess, in high school we played in a really, a, really, shitty a punk really band. shitty punk band together, and then we played in a more uh, indie alt country pop, pop rocky kind of band in our early twenties. And then I got too good for you guys. Sure, that's what that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. No, I joined the military and I was gone for a while, and I did the solo thing for a while. Just kind of acoustic. Um, I called it drunk rock because it was just kind of rowdy. It was, it was, it was really good bar rock. What he his solo stuff was just great bar rock. Like if you're in a dive bar, that's what that's who you want playing in there. No, now, all original stuff though. No, yeah, all original stuff. Yeah, but now if you're like in a in an amphitheater or if you're in a a large venue like the Bijou or something like that, you don't want him anywhere near it. Fuck you, man. Fuck you, dick. But no, I had to get. I, it wasn't a healthy lifestyle for me, sure. and also I could never get out of like the original amount sure. of success. So. You're not willing to play the game. No, I'm, I was. I wasn't willing to not do drugs. Was well, a that's big part of it. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so got yeah. got a grown up job now. You know, have and stable with the family. Like I said you got to make that money. That's um, a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. But so, uh, yeah. um, I know uh, this is fucking good wine, dude. It, it, it is. It is not like any other. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a fuck of a headache, though. I can tell you that you right think now, so? I'm gonna drink a lot of this. All right. What's it? What's the app? What's y'all normal drink? Oh, tell we, me. On. So we try to drink something different every week. We've went through a numerous amount of Irish whiskeys, bourbons, Tennessee whiskey, gins, <clears throat> tequilas, vodkas, vodka. Not as much uh, vodka though. Not as much vodka. Um. 
Uh, I have a brother that makes moonshine, so we we had some moonshine one night, and then. uh, But this is the first time we've had wine, though. So. Yeah, because I'm trying to. I was trying to think. In our New Year's special, we did champagne. We didn't do wine, did we? We did champagne. So yeah, I think this is the first time we've done wine. So. Well, you you know what y'all need to call this episode? What's that? A Cabernet conversation. That's what. <laughs> let, me, let me write that down. A Cabernet conversation. I'm going to call Trevor's it Trevor's bossy. That's what I'm going to fucking call it. No. <laughs> <laughs> My fault, man. My no, fault, man. man. Oh, shit. Well, so how, are you... So you're from Knoxville. How long have you been in Charlotte? You might have said this, and I wasn't paying attention, but... I didn't say it. I was in, I've been in Charlotte for, uh, it'll be five years next year. All right. It'll be five years. And I lived my whole life in uh, Knoxville before that. Like I, I was and, in Charlotte a good bit for work last, last year. Right. I liked it. I liked Charlotte pretty well. I mean, in and out of there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Hmm. What now? Hunter is not Raleigh. Raleigh. Okay. Raleigh. Or okay. Apex. Apex. Yeah. Apex. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's a guy that listens to us that we've had on a couple of times. It's, from North Carolina as well, so I'm trying and to. He's a giant. Work. He's a giant douche. So you're, you're not in that same category. <laughs> well, he, is, he is about 24 years old, so I mean, it goes goes with the with the territory. That, so <laughs> that in the name. Hey, y'all boys, y'all y'all just sipping, man. Y'all supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? He's calling. He's calling us out, man. So we have uh, when when you have a hard out at at about 8:45, right? Hard on. A hard out, like oh. right? You said. I'm, I'm, I'm with y'all, man. I'm okay. rolling with y'all right now. Right. That that's even better. All right. So, yeah. so let's talk about your other podcast with Troy. So what? Yes, that's the one I, I've seen the most on on like your Facebook group from that different conversation starters that you guys have. You seem to have a pretty interactive uh, following uh, in your group there, which is great. So, all right, Stevens, one glass down. Uh-oh. Suck it. He said, I'm not playing with him. The Snoop Dogg. You know what's fascinating? I'm a, I am heard you talk about the Two Brothers podcast with me and Troy, but you know what's fascinating to me about that wine y'all drinking? Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg is a gang member, right? Yeah, right. And he's affiliated with the Crips, the Blue Gang. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it's a red but he wine. has a drink called Cali Red. <laughs> so, I, I, so I think what it is is I don't know that he's necessarily associated with this. I think that this company has different reds named after different people that have been arrested for different crimes. But he's still affiliated. His signature well, on sure, the damn but thing. I'm just saying he's I, getting money from this fucking bottle. Probably is getting some money on that, but but yeah, but I guess you know there's not a blue wine, a blue wine. So <laughs> <laughs> blue, blueberry wine. yeah, blueberry wine. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So who sang that song? Strawberry wine. I was thinking about that uh, randomly yesterday. I don't know. It was a shitty, shitty Country song. music song, yeah. yeah. That was so popular. It's about, it's about the, the moon watching them bang. It is. It's about, it's about two people losing their virginity. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Anyway. Yeah, dude. So, so go continue. Like, to, I, I was, he gave me no information before this, so I, this is just like just meeting you. So I, I, not that I would have done research anyway. I give you a name. All you have to do is look it up, man. That's fair. <laughs> so the two, two Brothers podcast. So tell us a little bit about that because I know you got a, you got a, a, a healthy following on Facebook, an interactive group of fans, and, and, and I've seen some different things that are like definitely conversation starters and some touchy, I guess touchy may not be the right word, but some some definitely hot topics that could cause heated debates in some of your stuff um, on there. So tell us a little bit about that podcast. Okay, so uh, 
the two bro we changed the name from two brothers from C Hills podcast. Okay. To to the two brothers podcast. Two brothers podcast. All right. Okay. But because we don't want to minimize ourselves and where we're from doesn't even matter. Right. Okay. Yep. Actually. You know what I mean? And um Two Brothers podcast is myself and I'm located in Charlotte. And it's Troy Smith and he's located in Nashville. But both of us are from Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And the, we are from the inner city of Knoxville, the poor part of the city. Mm-hmm. But we've elevated in life. That's what we would like to say. And we like to have intellectual conversation about whatever's trending at the moment, educational topics or whatever, and touchy, hot topics, too. Like, we touch on race, racial topics, racism topics. And to be honest with you, I got a question to ask y'all. What, what, do y'all know what the definition of racism is? Oh, racist. I couldn't tell you. Uh, so I, I couldn't tell you whatever the, the Webster's Dictionary definition, but I've always kind of said uh, a racist is someone that thinks that other races are uh, less than their particular race. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm wrong. Okay. The, the, the uh, definition of racist is one concerned with their own race. Oh, that's good. That is. Ooh. I mean, not that it's good. I mean, I, that's a very enlightening definition. Yeah, that's what for, I meant. For yeah. sure. One concerned with their own race. So at the end of the day, who ain't racist? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we just like to have intellectual conversation, touchy conversations. And yeah. we we talk about politics a lot. And I call myself a Republican. Okay. I like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I can understand uh, topics on the Republican side and I can understand stuff on the Democrat side. It's just like a objective perspective. We just open you, to yeah, everything. You mean, you mean you think rationally? That's, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, What's wrong with that, man? That's, <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, yeah. dude, honest to God, like nowadays with anyone, that is such a rare trait to have. It is very rare. Yes. Um, but, you know, yeah. it seems like more and more, and we've talked about this on another uh, yeah. episode that with like social media and their algorithms, like the more things that you consume, it feeds you more of the same perspective or things they think you like and it does the same no matter if you're on the liberal side or on the conservative side whatever so people end up in these bubbles that the only information they're getting is catered to the things that that they already believe in so it's this confirmation bias constantly and so then mm-hmm. when they look at the other side so to speak it's like why don't you know these things you're an idiot blah 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 and it yeah. feeds that division constantly because there's no uh, nobody ever sees the other side of, of whatever right. the discussion is. You know. Well, I think mm-hmm. last week or maybe even the week before we brought up that especially young people, especially young people, like every one of their friends, like they won't even like, let's just most young people tend to be on the left side of, of politics right now in general. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're definitely our, our, our hardcore Trump trainers that are, that are under 30, but, but, all of those, well, on both sides of that, they're not even willing to be friends with someone that, like, Believes if you're a Trump supporter, you're not even willing to be friends with someone that's going to vote for Biden and, and vice yeah. versa. I mean, it's it's an insane, I don't know, It's an, the whole election thing is an insane thing to me. We're, <laughs> let's, we're, let's just vote for this guy. We don't like him, but let's vote for him because we don't like the other guy more. <laughs> like, I, my, I, someone told me today, said, who are you voting for? And I said... None of your damn business. I, I said, I don't know who I'm voting for, but I know two people that I'm not voting for. And yeah. they, they said, Ooh. a vote for a third party is a vote for Trump. 
And I said, I understand that, but you're you're a Biden supporter. And if I were talking to a Trump supporter, they would say a vote for a third party is a vote for Biden. So it's all bullshit. And none of that shit matters to me. I'm not I'm not willing to vote for someone that I disagree with just because I disagree with the other person more. I'm just not willing to do it. You can vote yourself in. Well, yeah. in ten, so I found out today in Tennessee, you only have to have like 300 signatures to be on the presidential ballot mm-hmm. in the state of Tennessee. Kanye yeah. is on the presidential ballot. I may vote for Kanye. <laughs> I may vote for Kanye. I like him more than us, the two us, main us, candidates. Us bipolar motherfuckers got to stick together. <laughs> 300, I might can get on the ballot. It's something like that. If you get on the ballot, I will vote for your ass. And I don't for vote sure. for anyone. And, and guess what? If you vote for me. <laughs> heard my campaign speech. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> my campaign speech is free alcoholic beverages for the B3 <laughs> podcast for four years. Done. Oh, well, <laughs> done. Done. I'll vote for you for sure. For sure. Well, it's funny. Like, Joey votes. And my wife is very politically minded and active. Like, I'm very apolitical. Like, I don't vote. I haven't. Like, I, you know, nine years in the military. I've been 20 years as an adult now, or 19 years as an adult. You know, I'm 40 yeah. just about. And uh, I consciously don't vote. I mean, I personally, and I had some dude just get so mad at me the other day for this, right. but like, I feel like from a personal standpoint, the country was bought and sold years ago and all the political side of things i feel like it's political theater like we're given the option to vote they count it whatever but i I don't think it really has any bearing on what is actually going on i think it's used as a tool to give people a a perception of having some control over what's being put down like that's how i feel Mm -hmm. about it so i don't like being a part of that sure so i don't vote um but that's just my personal stance on it and people get really like astonishingly astonishingly upset at me for not like <laughs> you're so funny you're part of the problem blah 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 and i like that there's a george carlin skit yeah uh or stand-up bit that goes along with that and he was like you can't blame me for any of this shit that's going on because i didn't vote <laughs> like you gotta blame yeah. each other you right know? and uh you know but that's that's me personally people think that that's awful but um you know i mean i i believe that voting probably matters a lot more on a local standpoint for sure but on that but on that front i'm i don't know the issues well enough and i'm late too lazy to learn and i'll admit that <laughs> openly you know that's just a part of laziness on my side but uh to me that's where it w- would make a difference yeah. on, a, on a local aspect and and i can expose myself uh on this podcast i vote locally but i don't vote for the president cuz that's not going to affect me yeah. But voting locally would affect me fast. I just Absolutely. said that to my brother-in-law today. We were talking. So what my brother-in-law said was, I don't typically watch the debates, but I thought I'm going to turn on the presidential debate this year and watch it. And he said, and I watched it and said, this is the kind of shit that we have to vote for this year. Both of these assholes is who we have your choices are in the yeah. election this year. And I said, that's why I didn't watch it. Cause I know I'm not voting for either of them. If I vote, I'm not. But I said, another thing is, no president, whether I like them or not, has ever affected my life whatsoever. It's, it's never. Exactly. It's local politics that, it. that affect you. That's yeah. it. It is. Mm-hmm. So, and 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 it's interesting because I don't know enough about local politics that's going on because I just don't pay enough attention to it. But we we joke that I I might at some point just to see what'll happen is run for local office with no experience or knowledge of the local government just to, just to see what'll happen just for funsies. Yeah. We uh on on the two brothers podcast I do with Troy we had uh Daisha Lundy she's the uh, Knoxville County Commissioner oh that's awesome uh, on on our podcast and she said a lot on the podcast she was telling us about like the percentage of uh, 
uh, African-American people that's in poverty in Knoxville. And it blew my mind because I didn't know those statistics. It's huge. And I was like, golly, is that many people poor? And I didn't see I didn't see that when I was there. I didn't think that people was as poor as the statistics are. Yeah. But when she broke it down to me, I was like, wow. And then how much in debt Knoxville College is up there on that campus. And I don't know why they won't even tear it down. Like, yeah. tear it down or build some businesses up right there or whatever. But, like, knowing your local government or whatever and the local laws in Knoxville, I think that uh, the people are doing a good job. You really don't even have to change nothing there, to be honest, because the roads are clean. There's street lights on the streets. the sidewalks. Y'all don't have to pay a state tax. On right. your income, yeah, that's right. a beautiful thing. Yeah, but those yeah. Pot, those potholes can suck a dick. I'll just go ahead and say <laughs> there, that. But there's not there's not as many in Tennessee as if, as no, if no, you go not. into some Arkansas other Arkansas has the be- the worst fucking roads on the planet. Oh, yeah? I hate Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Michigan. Oof. Yeah, that's oh, rough. Oh, my God. Oh, Michigan's man. <laughs> um, but no, that, you know what's funny, though, about the poverty thing? Like, my wife grew up very, very poor, like her family did. And, you know, she said it's one of those things, too, especially growing up, and you don't realize the amount of poverty around you if it's normal. And then, you know, it's not until you get out of it and you look back that you realize um, the level of poverty that's around, like hearing the numbers and the statistics growing up around it, there's probably not much thought given to it. Um, but yeah. like I said, but then when you realize when you when you elevated your circumstance or elevated your life, then you can realize, man, that was a rough time. Like it also levels up your respect for your parents to a degree, to a degree, um, sure, depending on how your parents were. But like right. like her mom was different but like you know just working and keeping them going and was sure. it was a big deal um much more so granted her mom is a crazy 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 lady but you know <laughs> but you yeah. you it, it helped i guess what i'm saying is it helps you sure if you're able to break out of that uh area it makes you really appreciate where you've come from and what you've done and gives you much more empathy um uh, for that demographic as as calloused as that sounds you know sometimes yeah. it uh, most i would say a lot of times it does but sometimes it doesn't though because you, you tend to think if i got out of it then so can you like, yeah yeah and, and which is the thing i mean i grew up poor and then and then when i was in my early teens my dad started a business which my parents divorced when i was like eight years old or so something like that eight or nine years old and and my mom never worked my whole life she never worked my dad paid his child support every week month whenever he had to pay it he paid it on time and sometimes he would slip a little extra in there because he knew my mom wasn't working and we did the typical every other weekend with your dad thing and uh so i grew up poor and then kind of was a little less poor as my dad's business kind of took off but but so many people and because i know a lot of people that grew up the same way and there's such a mindset of it's this the poverty mindset is just and to me, one of the, and I'm thankful that my dad stuck around, stuck around. We, we didn't see eye to eye for many, many years and we didn't have a great relationship. It's much better over the last, like, let's say eight to 10 years than it ever has been. But mm-hmm. like, I'm grateful that he at least stuck around, paid the child support, spent time, took me to ball practice and, and shit like that, because that's a big thing that never gets talked about. And it's much more rampant in poverty-stricken areas where there's a, an absent father there yeah. regardless yeah. of race it's more rampant in poverty-stricken areas and then it mm-hmm. varies differently between different races but that's a big issue it's not to say that men are the end-all be-all but but uh they help a lot um from a psychological standpoint with that poverty mentality and, and, a, and a, a man can also 
help the mental side, to the, the thought process of the mind, right. like when he's in a child's life. Because my father wasn't in my life also, but if he would have been there or could have been there, I could see if how if I have a child or if I had a son or whatever, like I could mold him mentally to yeah. think he's great, throw the ball with him, punch him in the chest. You great, boy, you the best. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and it, it, it shaped the mindset from having a, There's a forward thought process. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. like uh, um, my wife, uh, my stepson, like she did an amazing job raising him as far as like morality is concerned. He's a great kid. He's 17 now. We have no behavior. Like she did an amazing job. When we first got married, he was 10 and he was a little biatch. Like I don't mean, to, but I mean just the sensitivity and stuff. Great kid. But um, like I've been fortunate enough to have that influence on him where he's like, he can laugh at himself now. He's toughened up a lot. You know what I mean? He's the things that again, just not to sound complete like a sexist asshole, but those masculine features that he wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Like I was fortunate enough to have a part of instill, instilling those things and I'm fucked up as they come, but he's turning out to be a, you know, a good kid and, and um, not to toot my own horn, but I mean, I mean, I feel like some of that's because of me being able to be a, cause I look at him as my kid. Like he's not my stepson. He's my, he's, he's mm-hmm. my son. You know, that's how yeah. sure. it is. But well, I mean, when, when so, when my wife and I started dating, she had a son that was nine months old. And and then we got married a few years later. And when we got married, he was three. His dad has been in and out of the picture. Like, he knows who his dad is. He knows he can call his dad. But his dad's not really ever been around. He's always lived in California his whole life. He would see him once a year, tops. And that's a, a, the same thing. It's like, it, it's he just bought his so he's 24 years old he just bought a house i would have raised his, him but i didn't want to interfere with yeah no that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> no, so, so he just bought his first house and then and and he pulled up all the carpet in there and 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 stripped the paint that some idiot painted the heart some idiot took 1920s hardwood floors and painted them white and he oh stripped God. all the paint off and sanded it all down. He asked for advice where he needed it. He looked stuff up, sanded it all down, and then re-stained it and sealed it and did it all himself. And, like, I couldn't be prouder of him. Like, that's – that's. I mean, I, I put that out on, on Twitter or whatever. Like, I'm as a dad, like, I'm, I couldn't be prouder of him for doing stuff yeah. like that. And and I'm going to interrupt you. I will say Gabe's fucking awesome. Like, he's such a great dude. Like, and he's – like uh, he was saying, like he's very open-minded to to being able to think logically and look through things. I mean, you've, I'm going to give you a rare compliment and say yeah, you, you did a goddamn that. good job raising your that. kid. Like Gabe's a good dude, man. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And, and you know, there was one time I can't remember if I said this on here or not, but we were having some behavior issues with him. Oh yeah, when you made him shave his dreads. Well, no, no, he didn't have no, no, no. He didn't have dreads. dreads. He he had this humongous fro, afro, fro, and yeah. I didn't do that. My wife did that. That was not me. I stayed out of that one. But she told him because he had this whole persona when he was like in in middle school, caught up in this hair, this this big afro. And he had this whole hardcore persona and he's not that in the <laughs> <No>. least. <laughs> yeah. and, and he was given attitude and she told him, if if this doesn't change, I will make you cut your hair. And and it didn't change. Mm. And then she did. She made him shave his head and but yeah. at that point on there was never really that much of an attitude issue out of it <laughs> after that. But but um, I was going somewhere else with that before you Which said that. Which not that it matters to clarify. <laughs> Joe, Joey has a mixed race family. Like my oh, family yeah, is yeah, as yeah. redneck white as they come. But, you know, that's, oh, that's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So that's I don't know up. what I was going to say when we were having these issues with him. 
and he was getting an attitude with me as the stepdad. And he's never called me dad, and that's fine. Whatever. If he wants to, he can. If he doesn't, I don't care. That's fine. But um, he was having a, a just this attitude toward me. And, and, you, and you know, just looking at the kid and knowing a story, it's because his dad's never really been around. And he's taking that out on me because the other two kids that we have, their dad is there in the house with them. And that's an issue. And I get it. I get it. But I, yeah. I, I, we sat him down one day and we were kind of talking about things. And I said, I want you to think about this from now on, as far as the way you treat me and talk to me is out of everyone in this household, your mom, your brother, your sister, I'm the only one here that chose to be <laughs> in your family. Yeah. Your brother and sister didn't get a choice in being your brother and sister. Your mom didn't get a choice in being your mom. Well, no, she could have, she could have, she could have not she, raised you. She could have, but she didn't get a choice of being your biological mom. And I'm yeah. the only person that chose that. And, and, and that's somebody, I brought gotcha. that up a few months ago. We were all the family was hanging out, and somebody brought that up, and he said, "Yeah, he said you said that to me, and that fucked me up." <laughs> he said because I yeah. never thought about that before, and my daughter started crying whenever they they said that. My daughter's like, "I didn't know you ever said that to him. That is the sweetest thing ever." Like she was crying about it. I was like, suck it up, <laughs> and, and you should be but, appreciated for that because that was a choice, and you you had a choice to make. Which, by the way, and this I know this isn't parental shit, but easily easy speaks fucking crazy highly of you. You did like he really does. Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah, oh, yeah. Which I speak, I speak highly. That's my nephew, man. I, oh I, yeah. I can't say nothing. Yeah. He he, the man. That's the that's the guy. That's my guy. Been in his life his whole life. Man. Yeah, we gave him. Yeah. So but you much know what? Shit, y'all man. make y'all make me want to have kids now. <laughs> no, no do kids, not man. have kids. It is the worst thing ever. It's not the worst thing ever. It's not. <laughs> we have very different views on 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 being parents. Like no, we have the same view as you love your kids and you're good to them. I just wish I never had them. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a completely that's different that's view <laughs> that we have. Here. Do, no. do y'all mind if I ask y'all a question? Yeah, yeah you know, kind of weird. Anything. I don't got tipsy, so I got it's probably kind of bring. Crazy question. I got a question for Joey and I got a question for you also. And I forgot your name that quick and I, I'm sorry for that. It's all right. I'm not going to tell you though, just to make it weird. <laughs> okay. No, I'm, so, I'm Steven. 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 And I should, I said Steve. Just, That's why I didn't remember. No, it's remember. Steve's fine too. Just think of like every douchebag on every commercial or sitcom is always named Steve or Steven. So just, you know, okay. that'll lock it in. <laughs> so the question I got, I'm going to ask both of y'all the question. Y'all can answer or y'all don't have to answer it. You know what I'm saying? The question I got for Joy is, what is your thought process on interracial dating? And the question I have for uh, Steve is, do you think that there is a such thing as blacknecks? As what? Blacknecks. 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 Okay. Like rednecks, blacknecks. Right, right. Okay. That's that's a great question. But yeah, go ahead. You first. <laughs> so I have my answer already, but you're uh, he asked you first. So, so um my thought on inter- interracial relationships is to be honest with you, I never really thought about it. I was just, if I was attracted to somebody, it didn't matter what their race was. Now I lost okay. friends when I started dating my wife, when I was in high school, I had, I had okay. a guy on my baseball team. She came to one of my games. I, th- I think it was baseball, but she came to one of my games and the guy said, is that your girlfriend up there? And he's a white guy. So is that your girlfriend? I said, yes. And they said, we don't like that kind of thing around here. Like, well, I mean, that great. I'm really glad he said that to me because then I know what asshole I don't need to hang out with anymore. Like, yeah, I'm one yeah. of those weird people that I like to know who the racists are, the assholes, the bigots. The, I want to know who they are because then I know who I don't want to be around anymore. Like, yeah, if that's what you believe, say it out loud because 
because now you just let anyone that's a, a, a right thinking person. When I say right, I mean correct thinking person. Yeah, um, you know who who we don't want to be around. Uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I have a very odd thing. Like I, 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 my wife and I argue, have argued before about how business owners should be able to run their businesses when it comes to race and and gender and things like that. But I, I've never thought a ton about it as far as. Um, because I was always just, if someone was attracted, attractive to me, it didn't matter what their race was. It just was never a thought really. I mean, <laughs> I did know some things were going to be what? No, you're good. Go ahead. I, was, I did know that I did know that there were going to be some things that might be issues in the little racist little town I grew up in. But outside of that, it was never really much of a thought. I was just attracted to whoever I was attracted to. Now, some of the black girls that I went to high school with before we moved to Knoxville, one of the, the black girls that I graduated with was a, a hairstylist or whatever. And she used, I used to go to her to get my hair cut. And she said, oh, no, no, we all knew. We all knew. Like, we knew you were going to end up with a black woman. We just knew. Like, and yeah. I said, how, well, how did you know? She's like, I don't know. It's just something. We just knew. Like, I'm like mm-hmm. oh. It's the well, same way I know you're okay. eventually going to come out. No, you think so? <laughs> I might. Maybe. Well, like, no, no, I had I had a guy one time, I I can't remember who it was. It's not as in the military with. He was like, Dude, I know you're married. I know you're not gay. He goes, But if one day you ever come out and say you're gay, I'm gonna tell everybody, I knew it. I knew it the whole time. You're totally gay. <laughs> That's what my wife said. If if I if if she ever caught me cheating, she'd be surprised if it wasn't Steven. <laughs> oh, oh. I, the reason I, I asked you that question though is because uh I believe in oneness and I don't see race. I think the first race is the human race at the end of the day. Right. You know what I mean? I don't see race. Yeah. Yeah. Can can I challenge that just a little bit though? Not to call you out. I'm I'm honestly curious because I feel like that everybody, um, and it might not be directed towards a specific race or another, but depending on your social upbringing, there are different things that you see negative in other races based on how you were brought up, how you were raised, whatever. And a lot of learning to see everything at one race is something that you choose to do and practice doing. It's sure. not an innate uh-huh. thing. Um, maybe you know, when you're born, like they, you know, they say that nobody's born a racist. And that's true. Right. But by the time you're you know, 15, you know, 20 years old, you've had some, um, one way or the other, some social um, integration that's happened in your brain, right? And then you can choose at some point what to do with that, whether you realize that it's bullshit and you can open yourself up or, or you don't. But I, I would argue that everyone to a degree has fights those things that were ingrained in them, whether they realize they were ingrained or not. Um, like my family has a bigger issue with Mexicans. Like I'm talking my extended family, my parents, grandparents, um, just because of, uh, current politics that they do with, with black guys. It's just a very different, um, perspective. And like growing up, um, we were always encouraged not that color wasn't an issue that we had this and that. But then I realized as, after I got older, like, holy shit, my parents are actually fucking racist as hell. You know what I mean? It was a conscious choice to undo some of that that happened when I was younger. I don't know if, if does that make sense? I don't know if I'm. No, nah, it makes plenty of sense. I'm aware of that, but I've removed myself. Right. Which is, from, an, which is. Yeah. Yeah. But it, you know, you have to acknowledge because some people are just. And I only say that because you hear that, especially with a lot of white people, like, I don't see race. I'm like, bitch, you see race. <laughs> you're, mm-hmm. just, you're saying this to look good, but uh, but to consciously recognize that is, is 
a big thing that a lot of people never get to. I guess that's yeah. my point. Do you think well, that your parents are actively making a choice to be racist, or do you think that that's I, no, I just a think little bit of the time to, period they come from, or I, I how think they're it's raised? A, I think it's a willingness not to like it's a denial, right? Because they can say, "Well, I don't actively hate black people. I don't hate Mexicans." Sure. Um, so they don't want them. So in therefore, country. I'm not racist, right? But yeah. then it's like, well. Because it's how do they feel about uh, Mexicans that come here uh, come here legally? Right, that's fine. It's just the illegal. So it's it's the hmm, interesting. So what I how I've always what I've um, named it, I guess, is it's more culturalism. Like it's not that they have a problem with the color of somebody's skin, but their culture and the way that people live is weird. It's a foreign thing, and so like mm-hmm. um like. Um, like black communities are very much into community and um, oh yeah, much more so like they celebrate together, they mourn together. There's a lot more of that type of thing or like, you know, I don't know, or like the, some of the stereotypes or whatever the case may be. And those are weird. We don't like those. Like, I don't have a problem with black people, but I don't like how they do things. You know, it's more of yeah, like yeah. that perspective. And same thing now. It's like, well, I don't have a Thank problem Thank you with, for that audio, by the way. Yeah, you're welcome. But like, or it's like, well, I don't have a problem with Mexicans, but God damn it, if they're taking our jobs, right. you, know what, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, more of a, yeah, yeah. you know, which to me is a type of, it's a denial, so to speak. Of, sure. You know, it's, it's removing one aspect it's basically dehumanizing in my opinion because it's saying it's removing the color of your skin but still basing it on your cultural heritage which is this weird trade-off it makes you feel better well you know one thing that's almost worse than i may may even be worse than is when you hear someone um an older white person our parents is where say yeah but you know they just they can't they just can't help it <laughs> i've heard that so many and you know you both know you've heard it before oh, from, from multiple yeah. races but but you've heard people say well you know they just yeah. can't help it that's how they were raised that's right. the country that they're from but part of me like what you're talking about like being able to acknowledge the facts like yeah there's differences but like but working like to me like a big first step is acknowledging the fact that that shit is there and then choosing aware right awareness and self-awareness mm-hmm. to know where those biases lie and um but y- y'all said something that was key to me i don't mean to cut you off no, 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 y'all said something that was key to me when y'all said uh I'm okay. I might be okay if they came over here. Not you personally, y'all personally. Right, but sure. Some, y'all was talking about a specific person. Just, just, just And, and <laughs> I, yeah. uh, they might came over here legally. I'm okay with them coming over here legally, yep. but I might not be okay with them coming over here illegally. So at the end of the day, I, when I say I believe in oneness, I don't look at the person who came over here legally or illegally any different. Absolutely. Because uh, legally, they came over here legally because they could. Right. Illegally, they came over here over here because of circumstance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They couldn't, but they tried. They 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 fighting for better. Yeah. even if Abs- they come legally the same, or yeah. not. Yep, that, that's what I. That's how I look at it. That's like how I see a person who is uh, selling illegal substances to have a better life. The circumstances caused them to do that. Yeah, because they wanted to have a better life. Yep. You know what I mean? They, they ain't going to continue to do it forever or whatever, but it's just, I don't know, one. It's, I'm, I, I try to be one with everything. Right. Y'all probably think I'm worried about No, 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 because no, 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 because no. everything boils down to good or bad choices that we make, right? And if you're in a situation mm-hmm. and the only way to better that situation is you only have A or B, and B is the most viable way to do it, that's the way you're going to do it. That's survival. That's caring about the people around you. And so if your mm-hmm. options are either to make $8 an hour fucking making fries at McDonald's or making you know $1,000 a week fucking selling weed, 
I know which one I'd fucking pick. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one's more risky, <laughs> but it's going to take care of your fucking family better. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's all choices, but it's, or like to me, it's like how shitty does your life have to be like in Mexico? If you're going to choose to risk all of these things, losing your kids, losing everything just for a chance at making things better. I mean, that's a type of desperation that there's no empathy for. Like people are, they don't even see that side of it. Like, Oh, they're just illegal. It's like, no, they're, they're wanting to change their lives for the better. And they're willing to risk anything to make that happen. That's a fact. And so I've, I've heard this, argument be made or argument statement be made before about that so i'm going Mm -hmm. to i I don't necessarily feel this way i'm going to play devil's advocate here so they say all right so we'll and we'll take california for instance i'm gonna pause just a second are you still in your first fucking glass nope okay just making sure no i did Uh, leave a little bit in the bottle for you because you said you were going to drink a lot and there's just (laughs) there's not even as much as in your glass now that's not even that much it's only because he called me out i would have been sipping this thing all night i told you there's very little left yeah So, oh, so I'm on y'all level. I'm halfway through the bottle. I'm almost there. Yeah. So go ahead. So I heard the statement, um, California, for instance, because you have a lot of influx of illegal immigrants there, right. or undocumented Americans, as as their governor likes to put it. Right. Um, yet the neighborhoods that they congregate in and live in, or whatever, there they treat the same as where they've come from in Mexico. Like you mm-hmm. can't even tell a difference and not by looking at the people, but looking at the, just the way the neighborhood itself looks, right. things like that. And a lot of the same things, like they're fleeing the cartel sort of atmosphere or whatever, but you, but then you come, you go into that neighborhood and it's, it's a smaller version of the cartel slinging drugs there and the gangs there. And so the, the people then make the argument, well, if you're trying to escape that, why are you coming over here and then per- perpetrating the same thing that you're fleeing? Right. And I think that they're different. You know, I think that that's an, it's an interesting thought, but I think it's, um, I think it's, there's a lot more gray there than black and white. I can tell you what my theory would be. Okay. Um, and I, you can weigh in, but I feel like it's because anytime they you, just you can't change, help it, that's how they're no, raised. No, oh, no, okay. no, there's, <laughs> I should your parents say no, that, there's so. a, fam- there, there's a type of comfort. You're coming to a strange sure. place. You have this opportunity, but it's really easy to create and fall back a place where you you don't feel like a foreigner and it feels sure. like home. It feels comfortable. And when you're in that situation, those other things, it's easy to arise in because when you're coming in that position, you're starting in poverty and poverty is a cyclical mindset, right? Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. easy after you're there to stay there. And I think it's oh, yeah. just a, a byproduct product of by creating some kind of not intentionally but creating a type of comfort in a place where they feel very foreign and very separated from the rest of the culture that would be my well opinion. and i think to go back to politics we're not little, letting him talk at all you're being an asshole oh, i'm okay. being an asshole okay. I, I haven't even answered his question and i have a question for him too i got you good to you so I, I to go back to politics as far as as the cyclical poverty mindset um and that's all the time we have (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) um i think the left more so than the right who i'm i'm quite angry with over the last several years of of the right but i think because there's so much um um what is what is it uh, welfare pushed by the left of (laughs) there's a there's this mindset that the left feeds people uh, where you what the fuck man well there goes mine um uh 
Oh, that was sugar water to you, wasn't it? Somebody's going to be here for a while tonight. (laughs) So I think the the left pushes this thing of you vote us in because you need us. You can't make it on your own. You need, we're offering you money. We're offering you uh, medical uh, or insurance. We're offering you this because you can't make it on your own, which I think is a terrible thing to feed your constituents. But um, uh, it's an interest, to me, that's interesting. You know, you, you, to say you, it's a cyclical, cyclical thing, yet um, um, a lot of the, I mean, can you really blame somebody that votes in somebody offering to give them free shit? You know, I yeah. I mean, if somebody was offering me, if somebody said, well, I'll give you a million dollars if you vote for me, my vote is for sale for a million dollars. <laughs> but I mean, mine too. Yeah, for, you know, but and everyone has a price. I think everyone has a price, although my wife yeah. says she has no price, but. I think everyone tell me, has a tell price. Tell me about it. <laughs> when you say everyone has a price, you say everyone's a prostitute. Yep. Uh, to an extent, yeah, sure. If you if you <laughs> if you take prostitution and take the sex out of it and put, you are willing to prostitute your vote. You're willing to prostitute your morals or your loyalty to a company or whatever. Yeah, I think I think everyone has a price. Some people's yeah. price is significantly higher than others. But there's <laughs> mine, a, mine there's a lot there's a most. lot of stuff I'll do for not a lot of money. <laughs> So well, us talking about the uh, the poverty in uh, California and stuff like that, I don't know the answer to this. I'm just asking you guys. Why is the places over there called Las Vegas, uh, uh, Los Angeles? Is those was those originally Mexican? I think they're uh, named part of the Mexican co- I country. I think they're named after maybe in tribute to the original uh, indigenous people of that area. Probably. I would I would argue mm-hmm. that it's not a tribute. What do you think it is? So this trying to save face, trying to uh, trying to make of, people and, think and, and, okay, it is I ha- appropriation. I hate this word. I hate it so much because it's way overused and and put in a much more negative light than it usually is. But I think it's an appropriation thing. You yeah. think it is? Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm growing, and I say that because America is based off appropriation. It's a melting pot, yeah, right? For sure. So I I love part of this culture. So I'm gonna like we wouldn't have fucking pizza if it wasn't for appropriation. You know what I mean? Like I ate Thai food like, last night. Right. Jesus Christ, like, I love Thai like food. As a whole, yeah. Like, depending on how it's used, we we take these like trigger words now. And, oh yeah, for sure. And they're like, there's, as a whole, there's elements of them that aren't bad, but because we have the, some small elements, like we're in a in a state culturally that we can't separate the good from bad, uh, or intent, I guess I should say, right? Like, oh, I like now you have to call like Asian fusion, um, you know, oh, yeah. Italian fusion. You can't just say this is Italian food, but it's my spin on it, whatever the case may be. Um, it's much more negative. Um, to appropriate another another culture, it's become a really big deal. But uh, part of that is, to me, part of appreciating that and saying, "Hey, I really love like this aspect of the culture. I want to integrate that into my life because I appreciate it." Like that's appropriation, but is that negative? You know what I mean? Like if I really mm-hmm. like the the uh, Hindu mindset on. X, Y, and Z. If I incorporate that into my life, even sure. if it's in how I dress, that's considered appropriation. Yes. But if it's something you're using to better yourself, right. I don't see, yeah. you know, then that to me is a different light, but it's 
all well, to me that's negative. what that falls under the paying tribute thing right like because you are you are, you are recognizing <laughs> that is a you're recognizing that is a better thing than who you are and right. you want to bring that into your life right well, what uh, I, I don't I heard it said earlier this week that you're no longer allowed to call dreadlocks dreadlocks right you have oh to call them locks now because wow. dread is a negative connotation on locks that's interesting um and um, and I forget what it was, but I forget the rest of it. But yeah, I heard that. And then someone, um, there's a there's a movie about um, Egypt. Who's the Egyptian queen? The real the Cleopatra. Uh, Cleopatra. But you Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Whatever her name is, is playing Cleopatra. And someone called her out and said, "There are so many more Egyptian." actresses out there that you could have let have this role rather than you play but are that are, the, are there that many that are that good to look okay, at though well, here's me, the thing though but here's the thing that these idiots don't know is cleopatra was an egyptian she was greek she came to mm. egypt and then ruled right. in egypt she was greek she wasn't even okay. egyptian if egyptian man was pharaohs what was the women pharaohs i don't know I don't know. Ferrets? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I was about to get deeper into a conversation, but I heard y'all talking about food, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. What What does American, what is our food? Because you said you ate Thai food uh, the other day. I think people think hamburgers, steaks, hot dogs, our, our, and that's all just amalgamations of bastardized and like sure. chicken wings bland sure. from other countries. Sure. Because yeah, if you think yeah. about a com- comparatively to at least Asian culture, American food is so bland, so bland. Not as bland as English food. Oh yeah, but uh-huh. or food from the UK. Yeah, but uh, I, I feel like it's like a, we've taken like elements from other cultures and blended it together and made it just kind of meh. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Really, you know, we whatever. made it easy to make. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Even spaghetti, I mean yeah. But not yeah. not to change subjects. But can I come back and answer the question he asked me earlier? Do you care if I answer that? Please, black I'm necks. ready for blackness. Blackness, which is a term I've never heard. So I'm going to go off of what my brain went to when you mentioned that. If if that's okay. okay. So my correlation automatically went to obviously rednecks, and my thought is is there are rednecks in every part of the world like people like to think of rednecks as being a southern thing yeah but you know really like rednecks are here they're in iowa they're in fucking wisconsin there you got rednecks in california sure to me it's it's a what a redneck is like a redneck and i'm i'm, I'm gonna very into or, uh, veer into what you ask but a redneck is somebody that's very ingrained in where they're from, where they are, and it's they look at that as being the best way to live, the best way to do things, and everything outside of that is either negative or stupid or less than the way they were raised. That's how I view a redneck to be. Like, they're very proud of their culture. It's not just like a hick or hillbilly. It's like, man, I'm a redneck. What I believe is how I was raised, and this is just how shit is. You know what I mean? And everybody outside mm-hmm. of that is a fucking pussy or a liberal fucking truck, sure. whatever the case may be. Yeah. So in that definition, I would say yes, that that um, there's a, that black necks would uh, exist just in the same of an Asian neck, or I guess that'd be what... Yeah, right. Like across cultures, like people that believe that their way of being raised 
their upbringing is the only way to do things and it's the best way to do things. So in that definition, yes, I would say that there are. And in all fairness, I've met some country ass black folks too that are that are if you're going from just like the southern redneck definition, absolutely. Yeah. I've I've met uh, you know people that way that grew up in a very conservative sure. southern like I knew a couple black folks from Fayetteville that still flew the Confederate flag, man, because they had ancestors that fought in this you know for the confederacy whether that was forced or voluntary i don't know yeah but um i think that that type of mindset um exists in in every culture in every race based on that very limited definition does that answer your question that answers that really answers my question yeah it does yeah because that would be my definition like granted it's usually associated with you know super white conservative you know everybody else is weird and different but really that term to me is anybody that considers everything outside of their core upbringing is different or less than or, or negative like that's how that would apply uh-huh. to me um well, me you, oh go ahead me me being a tennessee man mm-hmm. a real diehard country boy you know what i'm saying i might sound my my vocabulary is extremely country to be a, a black man or whatever right from Tennessee, and uh, when I hang, I done hung with rednecks. I done drunk dosekis with them, chilled with them, got graf- uh, graffiti done on my shirts or whatever. And after they hang with me, they be like, "Dang, it's it's nothing different from you than me." Right? You know what I'm saying? And and Gatlinburg, I, I chill with. Uh, I got some friends in Gatlinburg, and they don't see no difference in me. They treat me like I'm family. You know right. what I mean? And uh, at the end of the day. I know a couple of black niggas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you yeah. know what? You know what amazes me with a lot of that, and maybe it's changed a lot just recently because I haven't been in the situation. But respect goes a long fucking way. If you're not walking into a room and wanting to throw your dick out, like uh-huh. it can, it can, it covers up a lot. Like if you're going in and hanging out with some white ass redneck bitches, you know, like if you're showing respect for them and just wanting to hang out and be whatever, then it goes a long way. If you're not feeling the need to prove who you are or you feel, feel like yeah. you have to prove something from the color of your skin. Um, like I think I don't know if I've told the story on here. I probably have, but like I, I used to, I love blues. Um, not that I'm versed in the like great artist in blues history. I just enjoy live mm-hmm. music. And I went to a bar in a couple times. I went to a bar in, in Memphis to see some blues and I've been like the only white dude in a room. And at first it's really weird. But as soon as I show that I'm just there for the music, like I'm not there to be an asshole. I buy somebody a drink, then it's, it's all good after that because there's a mutual respect for whatever's happening. Right. Cause I'm not there to show any type of bullshit. Like I recognize like this is, um, your community bar, like whatever. I'm just here for the music, man. I'm just here to hang out and be part of whatever the experience that's going on. And that goes a long ways as opposed to walking in, somebody looking at me weird and be like, what the fuck are you looking at, bitch? You know what I yeah, mean? It's, yeah, it's yeah. having that respect goes so far in most situations. Uh, mm-hmm. I just hit the table. You did, but in uh, it doesn't have to be tension in no kind of way, like the objective way of thinking. But that takes people can hum- appreciate that. That takes humility, mm-hmm. though, from an individual standpoint. You have to be mm-hmm. willing to put your pride aside to recognize the situation you're in. In my opinion. Oh yeah, I know. I know a, a lot of people that would walk into a bar like that get the the proverbial stink eye from people because you like because well because it's like i don't know i mean any you walk into any local dive bar right people are going to look at you because 
even if it's if you're a white guy walking in and it's mostly white people they're going to look at you because you're not a regular they don't know you and they're going to look at you strange but i know so many people that would walk into there people look at them and then end up like you said starting a fight because right. it's like why would you look at me like me because you don't come here you, you right. it's not that you don't belong here you're no one knows you right. so like if you're a new student at a school everybody looks at you strange because right. they don't know you right well and, and and not to equate the two but growing up like in the 90s i had a lip ring i had the tattoos and this was in a small southern town and it wasn't acceptable but sure. you know if i bowed up and tried to be an asshole because of that it was going to be trouble for me and and again when you get into race, it gets a lot different. You can't compare the two because some people like I can come in with a lip ring and they're gonna be like, "Oh, you're 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 a fag." Yeah, you know what I mean. But most of the time in the South, being gay is a little less hated than being black or Mexican or whatever the case may be. They're not the same for sure. But if you have yeah. a baseline of respect, no matter what the cause is, it at least is a great starting point to bridge some issues that are going mm-hmm. on like if you're not coming in trying to prove yourself you know does that make sense that makes plenty of sense because like, i agree I'm, with i'm confident enough in who i am and if you're confident enough to be who you are it's easier to be humble in a situation where you don't necessarily have to be you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway i actually have a question for you since since, I you brought it up, since ahead, we're, since we're on the race thing which i love by the way like we've talked about this like i mean we're I really enjoy people that are open enough to be able to talk about race because it can be a very uncomfortable topic and people yes. get really offended easily. Um, and it's well, the same we way. Well, we had easy, easy, only black person we've ever heard say the word cunt. Oh, I got him to say yeah, cunt. I was Stephen so happy about easy that. Easy to say cunt. Cunt. <laughs> hey, that's number two. No, well, I, what I told him is like, I've never heard an African-American say cunt in my life. Like it's a very white, especially Irish type of term. And he was like, oh, fuck, I'll say cunt. And I was like, oh, that's a victory for me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but anyway. What I was no, I got completely you. derailed ahead. by. I know. <laughs> you asshole. But um, um, I've always found it. Anyway, before that, I was saying like I really appreciate you don't get many people nowadays, I feel like, that are willing to have what could be awkward or uncomfortable or even uh, tense conversations about this stuff. Because obviously- I love it. My upbringing is definitely different than your upbringing. It's definitely than Joey's. And having the open-mindedness to discuss those things, regardless of any difference of opinion, is a really rare thing to have nowadays. And it's something that I really value, I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, you and I, Stephen and I had very different upbringings. Like my parents divorced very young. His parents are still together. I went to public school most almost my whole life. Stephen was homeschooled most of his yeah. his formative years, and uh, we both did grow up in church. But I mean, like we we, I got married very young, and right. and have, I'm still twenty almost twenty one years into the marriage. Stephen got married, married been, very I'm young. On my, and he's I'm on, on my his, third, and he's on his third marriage. So we've uh-huh. had very different lives, but. I, but I don't also don't think that there's anyone else in this world that could tolerate either of us, either of us for the amount of time that we've been friends. So, yeah. so here's here's my question for you, and this is something that I've I've witnessed and, and I understand I, I have seen and I know exists, but I want your opinion on it, and that is okay. racism within your own race. Mm, I was about to ask about it. Yeah, because like what I've seen. Um, is there's a hierarchy, so to speak, in the African-American or black community. There's a hierarchy in the Hispanic or Spanish community. There's definitely one in the Asian community. 
white folks kind of have it, but it's more of based on where you're from, not so much the, I guess, more of like your demographic. Um, so it's not and, as much income. of a racism. It's, it's more, it's in, in white culture, it, it, in my opinion, it's more of a culturalism. It's like, I'm better than you because of where I was raised. So I'm interested to get your viewpoint on inter race racism, for lack of a better word. I might get killed for this by the uh, uh, African American community. <laughs> I might get killed for it, but yeah. And I'm, I'm talking about not towards white people. I'm talking within, within like the the. Bl- I know. Okay. okay. I know exactly. I'm just clarify. And uh, I might get. I'm tipsy for it, and I might get killed for, by the African American <laughs> race. But that's what I'm about to say. But uh, you said the Caucasian race. Mm-hmm. You said uh, Spanish. Mm-hmm. You said. Uh, Italian. Everybody know who they are. Yeah. Besides the African Americans. Mm-hmm. I'm not African American. Right. That's a title. Mm-hmm. I'm American. I never seen Africa. You know what I mean? Dude, 100. I, I have I, made that argument before, but it sounds way worse when I do it. <laughs> so go ahead. I don't know what the hell Africa looked like. The weather, none of that. I'm I'm American at the end of the day, uh-huh. and. All of those people know their original background, their people, where their people are located, where they're from and everything. But we don't, as African-Americans, don't know anything. And within our own race, we are not even a race. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we we are the newest race on the planet. Okay. To be honest, because we're just a a, a mix of a whole bunch of stuff at the end of the day. I'm not african African-American, that means there's white in me, there's Italian in me, there might be Viking in me, there might be mm-hmm. uh, Australian in me, it might be African in me, but since I'm African, that's the dominant, because uh, they say Africans was the original people, yeah, but they say, they say that I'm, that, that's the dominant thing, because I have a little bit of African in me, I'm African, mm-hmm. but I have a whole bunch in me, to be honest, and I'm not uh, African-American, I'm American because I don't know nothing but North Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, uh-huh. Maryland, D.C., Florida. I haven't been nowhere besides those places. So at the end of the day, I can see I don't, I don't went all the way around your question. <laughs> no, man, I, you're, you're right on it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm going to ask that because I, I was in the military with a dude. He was Puerto Rican and he was mm-hmm. giving me the hierarchy of, of a lot of Hispanic based cultures. And he was like Spaniards from Spain are at the top. And I think what, what was like one of them wasn't Puerto Rican. It was one, it wasn't Cubans. It was Peruvian. No, it wasn't Peruvians. Like there's this hierarchy and there is one of them that were like at the very bottom. And I was, he was like, this is a strict hierarchy in like Hispanic communities. And I've talked to a couple um, black guys and it was the same way. They're like the darker your skin, the more respected you are in certain communities in in the black community. Um, And, and the same thing with, with Asians, it's like the Malaysians are at the very bottom, but like the Chinese and Japanese are at the top, like depending on the continent that your people are from, from, um, is this weird hierarchy even within their own race of race of people? And I, I think um, white people have that a little bit, but not it's, nearly. It's more of like, oh, you're from the south, you're a piece of shit, or what? Oh, what version okay, so, of Christianity you you partake of? Mm, yeah, which is a so, whole different so, thing. So name another race that can't originate where they're from. Ooh. Um, I would say but, Asians to a point. Um, they have a very diverse background of 
where they're where they're from. I think white people like to say they're from like every every white person I know either says I'm from Ireland, I'm from Scotland, or a part of my family is Native American. Like that's the three. <laughs> it's interesting. You just, you just named two of mine right there. Right. Like, so at the end of the day, the Caucasian race mm-hmm. is similar to the African American race. Now. Yeah. Well, what I find funny, and I'm going to ask you your opinion on this because I'm I'm curious to know because this has been one of my theories because I believe a lot of like staying on the political side, Republican and Democrats are two sides of the same coin, right? They're very different extremes, but in the end, it's all about control of whatever fucking people group they want to be control over. So I have this theory that um, really um, staunch redneck white racist people and really um again i'm talking about the impoverished trailer park like nothing other than hating black people and working in a factory like those two you know those mindsets and really impoverished uh black people from the ghetto that know nothing but drugs whatever and one group hates all white people one group hates all black people i argue a lot that they're the mindset the origin of it is the exact same thing like there's more in common between the two than either group will admit. Can we play a game? I want to play a game. <laughs> is it called please. Who's That Racist? No. <laughs> no, okay. No, no. can we please play a game? No, yeah. please. Because yeah. I agree with everything you said. That was gold. This podcast itself, you have a million views off of what you just said. Because we are exactly <laughs> the same. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna interrupt you for two seconds, and I'm looking at this camera, and even with my arms crossed, I can see the side of my gut hanging over my. (laughs) That's the alcoholic beverage now. Anyway, go ahead, my friend, please. Okay. Uh, I want you to respond to me with uh, what you think black people do, the opposite of what black people do, and I'm gonna say what I think white people do. Okay, and we're not racist people; it's just our thought process. No, absolutely. White guys smoke Marlboro Reds. What black guys smoke? That's the funniest <laughs> shit because Stephen smokes Marlboro Reds. <laughs> and I'm gonna say, and I'm and I'm gonna say Newports. I would have said Newports okay. are cools, but I also work with a guy that's uh, a yeah. black guy about my age that smokes Newports. Yeah, I said Chris Rock, okay. man. He's one of that favorite yeah. line from his. But anyway, okay, I got one for you now. White guys drink Mountain Dew. What black guys drink? Orange soda. Oh. Grape drink. <laughs> orange. It, it, it both. both. Shit. Both. Orange or grape. But drink. I worked in fast food when I was a teenager, and every black person that came through said, Give me orange. When I say, What would you like to drink? Mm-hmm. Give me orange. Okay. And it was, okay. we had Sun Kissed, I think, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, black guys. I like this game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Black guys' favorite few fruit is watermelon. What is white guys? I made that easy for you. What is white guys' favorite fruit? Mm-hmm. Apples or bananas, dude? For, uh, for, not for, not for me, I was gonna say oranges, pe- peaches. For me, oh yeah, peaches. That's peaches a good one. for yeah. me. But okay. What would okay. you have said? White guys' favorite fruit is what? Apples. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. Apple trees and Grady, apples. Granny yeah. Smith apples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, y'all already know the answer to this one. Uh, white guys ghetto is trailer parks. Where are the black guys ghetto at? Look, it's the 
It's the project or the oh, hood. Yeah, the hood or they got stoops. Yeah, the stoops <laughs> and the projects. Yeah, the yeah. projects. Yeah, it's the same. We the same, man. Yeah, dude, one hundred percent. We just call it different things. It's different sides of the same fucking coin. Yeah. yeah. And most, yeah. and this is I, and I'm. You I'm, should run for president. <laughs> and I'm going to speak. This is very, very broad strokes, right? And this is just anecdotal from um, people that I've known and have spoken with. Because I, I will, I love asking inappropriate questions to people, just to like to learn. I love to learn from people, and um, like I've told Joey, um, and it's less nowadays. But I had a friend of mine in the military that was hardcore butch lesbian, and I asked her, I was like, listen. Like, I have questions. I don't want to be ignorant. I don't want to be insensitive, but I want to know these things so in the future I can be more educated, right? So that's how I am. But um, in, in a lot of, and I know this isn't a popular perspective nowadays, but in the in the people, two people groups like this that I've spoken with, a lot of, um, you know, black guys from the ghetto are told in a lot of ways that white people are oppressors, um, there's, there's a lot of, you know, they're basically taught to hate white people to one degree or another, which to me is more valid, but it's the same thing that really redneck impoverished people are told about like white people or black people, Mexicans, that they're less than, do you know what I mean? Like to me, it's the same baseline that they both come from. Uh, and it, and it's a, it's division from the very beginning on up and it takes a lot to get to the place where you're willing to question that and say, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm not biting that fucking bait anymore and I'm willing to go over X, Y, or Z. You know, you know what I mean? And I, and, I understand exactly what you're saying. I think that's God's purpose. Yeah. I think that's uh the world's purpose, division. Right. And I think God's purpose is unity. Right. You well, know what I mean? Well, something I, I I I think about a lot, and I think it's true, and it's become a big term, and that's the the term of white privilege, right? And I I can one hundred percent recognize the fact that because of my upbringing, and especially in certain areas and certain parts of industry, like the color of my skin absolutely does give me an advantage. Like that's just how the nation has been built up, right? But that doesn't negate the amount of effort I've put in and the work I've done to get to where I've gone. Right. It, it makes it, mm-hmm. it, there's been some areas that I've been, uh, uh, that I've been, I've, I've had a leg up in because of that. Right. But, yeah. uh, but, um, but there's other areas depending on what it is that there's advantage that people won't, won't recognize. And I'm, I'm treading on really, really thin ground here and I'm not trying to, <laughs> Be an asshole, because I will say in certain industries, it is much harder to be black than white. 100%. But and in certain industries that it's much harder to be white than black, there is a such thing also is called black privilege. Absolutely. That's kind of what I was trying to tiptoe around to say. So but give it, me an example of what you would say is black privilege. Because you're the first person I've ever heard use the term black privilege. I wanted to well, talk okay, to him about you're the, this. No, you're like, the first person I've ever heard to say to use the term black privilege that wasn't a right wing closed-minded semi or full-blown racist before we go there i i gotta express my gratitude for you being willing to be open and talking about this shit like it's i'm grateful for you to be on this podcast air yeah oh we gotta do a part two man i I ain't saying i'm i got a long time or i ain't trying to cut it short you know what I mean? Because I heard my lady downstairs. I'm I'm about to put a ring on this woman. <laughs> I got you. And she, she acting up down there. I heard a voice down there. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the day, to me, black privilege is 
okay, so they say white privilege is that if a police officer pull you over mm-hmm. and and you're drunk, you might not get a DUI. Right. I will get a DUI. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm a black guy. Or worse. And, and I, yeah. Yeah. Black privileges, certain things within the black community, I can do that would be uncomfortable to a white guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For him to do. He, you can't just go into the black community and do whatever you please because you would you would feel uncomfortable even attempting to do that. Right. But it's a, it's a privilege of me just being able to walk in and get a cheeseburger from Aunt uh, Joanne or something or just get some. You know what I mean? It's right. certain things that uh, black people can do. No, and no. some black guys don't even look at that as a privilege. I have a prime example of that that I haven't thought about since probably it happened, but I was 18 years old and I was hanging out with a friend of mine that was white and a friend of mine that was black after a football game on a Friday night in the small town of Pulaski, Tennessee. And we were like, what are we going to do? I'm kind of hungry. What do you want to get? And and shit was closed. It was a small town. Shit was closed down at 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. And, and the, the uh, black friend that I'm hanging out with says, let's go here. And he says, just go up here, turn, turn. And we went down to the area that it's, they called it the north side of town, and that's where mm-hmm. the projects were. And he said, no one knows this is here unless you have lived in this area or if you know someone who lives in this area. And he said, just pull in here and then pull in this little side. And we get there and we walk in, and it's this tiny little restaurant the size of this room that we're amazing. in. It was the fucking best food I've ever had in my life. And it was just burgers and fries is what they were yeah. fixing at the time. And he said, we'll go here. They had a great burger at this time of night. We went in there and we got it and we left and went, to, went back to one of our houses or whatever and hung out. And I said, I don't, I've never knew that this place was here. And he's like, yeah, you can't go in there without me. Like you right. can't go yeah. into that place without me. So but when you said that, at, that completely, flooded that memory back into my head. I was like, oh shit, that's exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And, I, and I know you yeah. said you've, you've got to go soon, but I, I'm going to say that all of that, and it's more prevalent in, because of where, where our culture has came from, but all of it on either side of the coin is fear-based. All of it. And it's oh, all- I wanted to talk to you about fear, and you hit it on the nose. Yeah. I, I'm sorry for cutting you off no. the military man, and I know you understand that fear and the promotion of it. Yeah, well, it's because the whole thing is, and it's been used prevalently. Like the whole reason, like weed became illegal, was because it was put on. Well, the Mexicans are going to come and and rape your women and take your kids. And it was the same thing with the black community. Like this is illegal now because the blacks are going to come and ruin your children. And like, and then the same thing is like you know it spread within the black community because all the white guys are just going to take advantage of you and they basically want to enslave you all over. Like everything from all sides like the more fear that exists the the less likely that we are to have open conversations and to actually work out differences and become a better people because as long as you're afraid of something you're not going to approach it with an open mind you're mm-hmm. always going to have this wall that's there because of the fear of that difference yeah and mm. i know i find I, that, yeah that's what's up man <laughs> that's what's up man yeah all right, so I think that this is a good time for us to take our our break 
And then we can we can also let you go. I know your lady's there, and you said you hear her acting up. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want me to tell you something uh, that we got to talk about when I come back for part two? Which, sure. which also, by the way, you are welcome anytime, anytime on this podcast. When's the next time I, you're going to actually be in Knoxville? Do you know right now? It's, it's going to be Christmas or it's going to be my birthday, which is in January. Okay. Yeah, my birthday's if, in January, if too. If you so want to make go. time, even if it's not on a Saturday, we'll make time and we'll have you on in person yeah, for if, sure. you, if you want to come on. Yeah. I would highly appreciate that. And also, uh, I want to say thank y'all for letting me be on the podcast, man. It was a blessing to be in you guys' presence. And uh, when I come back for part two, we're going to have to speak on veganism because I'm about to go downstairs and cook my girl a whole cow. Nice. <laughs> she's a little bitty girl she don't weigh number 110 pounds and she won't eat cow and i won't eat lettuce and tomatoes and stuff so gotcha. we gotta talk about that man yeah man all right so we're gonna let, let us keep you on the line for just a second so we can chat for just a minute off the air and uh for everyone listening we'll be right back and dude hey one more time thank you we we are privileged to have you on this podcast it has been an absolute fucking pleasure to talk yes, to you 100 percent. let's get it man let's right. get it Hey, bitches, wherever or however you're listening to this podcast right now, you should take a moment and check out Stitcher. Those of you listening on Stitcher already get why. And for those of you that don't know it, Stitcher is a free podcast app for iPhone. And if you're poor, Android. (laughs) Stitcher is home to over 260 fucking thousand podcasts. Jesus Christ. Stitcher also has smart recommendations and playlists so you can find your new favorite show and organize all your current podcasts. So subscribe to Stitcher Premium for bonus episodes, exclusive shows, and ad-free listing. Isn't this an ad? Yes. Ah. Like comedy? Listen to exclusive archives from Office Ladies and more. Fucker Office Ladies. Anyway, do you like true crime like every other fucking basic bitch in this world? Listen to exclusive archives from Criminology plus whatever, many more. You like pop culture? Well, who the fuck doesn't? I fucking whatever. They got that shit too? Yeah. Sign up today for only fucking four ninety nine. Why don't they say five bucks a month or thirty four ninety nine a year? Yeah, so go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. The promo codes are not valid in the app store. They must be used on the website. So you hear that? If you're fucking using the app, you still got to log on to their goddamn yes, website. Yes, you do. But so you, use promo code B3F for one month free. Be the number three fucking F for That's right. one month free. One month free. Mm. All right. And we're back. So our, um, hey, I notice you're saying that every now and then. Yeah, yeah. no, I'll just try to see if, if you notice it when I say yeah. it. Well, I hate to do it. I hate to so much, go ahead. but I have to give you props. That's dude. fine. Go ahead. What a great fucking guest. Thank you. Yeah. That, yeah, no, uh, I mean, and it's not, I mean, it's just lucked out by, I mean, we met him, like, I, I feel like every week you pour something on you. Yeah. <sighs> Better than get it squirted on me. The wildest what I was going to say is like, I, I can stop you from getting coke on you if you <laughs> need something put on you. No, I'm good. But no, I mean, just... As much as I'm not a believer in luck, I mean, I guess it's just fortuitous. Fortuitous. That, uh, Serendipitous. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, you know, we, we met him through Easy, which mm-hmm. was another great guest. And, yeah. and Which I, I love Easy. He was yeah, awesome, but yeah, yeah. I, will, I will say he was more. I like talking Well, it was him. a different type of episode, yeah. different conversation. I can't say I like him more. That, that, that would be an unfair thing to say. Yeah. yeah. Easy was, was super fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. Would have 
easy back. Let me put it this way: as, as quick. Easy was more from a fun perspective, but Absolutely. from a conversational perspective, he was fucking yeah. outstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'm always a fan of people that are willing to have open conversations about absolutely. uncomfortable things. Yes, yeah, because we'll joke about everything, whatever. But it's nice to have, um, right? You know, I don't know. I just I enjoy those conversations. Yeah, very much. Well, what do you what do you fucking keep looking? I at saw over? something you outside. See ghosts and I shit. I saw something outside. No, Which next week we got some paranormal investigators we on. We do. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. Just. I'm excited about that. No, I understand that. Talk I, some ghost shit. So remind me in a moment to tell you something that I've been watching because you started watching. Because you know who doesn't see skin color? Fucking dead people. Maybe they do. <laughs> maybe they do. Maybe they only. I, I heard this thing and maybe you said this too, like that it's funny to be that only like Victorian era ghosts haunt people like prior to the Victorian era, right. there were no, there were no ghosts. Just sure. You know. You don't hear about cave people haunting people. Uh, you also don't hear about slaves, like the ghosts oh, of slaves yeah. haunting oh, people. Oh, yes, I've heard you people do. seeing the ghosts, but not haunting people. Oh, I have. The same way that, that these... Because uh, of like violent and evil oppression. Sure. Absolutely, right. I've heard that. I've not heard of that before. Yeah. Okay. And as, uh, as so, we should have asked Trevor about that. <laughs> and also going back even prior to that, like I've heard things about um, like, from, you know, from like slave traders and then the violence and shit that took place in some of those eras. Uh, Haunting the fuck out of places. But well, so anyway, uh, as far as conversation goes, we both feel like this is one of the best conversations we've oh, had, so if not the best. And he was such best. a fucking cool dude. Yeah, for so sure. Cool. And, and we got to have fucking Snoop wine. Or yeah. I guess it's not Snoop wine. It's, it's what nineteen the, crimes. Nineteen it's crimes. The Cali but, Red with Snoop on the on yeah, the bottle. So it's awesome. But. If you enjoyed this episode, please, I mean, share it even if you didn't enjoy it, but if you enjoyed it, like, I feel like it was a great conversation that we had and, and, and we're, I'm very proud of us for not making some of the jokes that could have been made here and there because it was, it was a conversation that didn't need that. Right. Absolutely. That's what I was going to say. Like it wasn't, um, it would have detracted from what we were talking about, but, um, yeah, but yeah. So any, anyway, just uh, which to plug, by the way, for anything, if people have listened this far or still listening and uh, we are told we need to get a little more specific with this, but we have the thing on our website that tell us what you really think. Yeah. Link on the thing. And um, you can comment there. It's totally anonymous. You can tell us good things. You can tell us what we should talk about this last episode. You can tell us terrible things. We, yeah. we like the terrible. We like to, we like hate mail. We like being yeah. told that we're awful human beings, but, um, <laughs> but that's a great place for feedback in general. Um, you know, if you want to speak, unless you're like a fucking Nick who's an idiot and put his name in there, but we we don't know who you are. Well, somebody else commented and it was obvious who it was as well. But But see, I'm a big fan though of un, I shouldn't say unbiased, but feedback when there's no name attached, because then we can't put a bias on it. Right. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, do that. Fucking cute motherfucker. Um, (laughs) the cutest. The cute. No, the cute one. No, there's, there's. I'm pretty sure they said the cutest no, and you said, said the funniest. No, you're the cute one. All I'm right. the funny one. Okay. Fact check me this week and come back <laughs> next week with it. Yeah, I'm not arguing because every argument we've ever had on this <laughs> podcast, I've been fucking wrong, which is the polar opposite of the, you know me well enough that I, I usually will not argue about shit with other people sure. unless I know I'm right. I think unless you really think you're right. Right. But but again, usually I've done the research or I know something for a fact. It's the same way, like I won't make a bet that I know I can't win, with the exception of this podcast. I'm talking about outside of sure. of this. But yeah, it, it upsets me greatly that you've bested me on every <laughs> argument, every bet, everything. Competition, yeah. yeah it sucks because yeah. I know I'm better than you. 
<laughs> yeah, my sister asked me today because they're in Knoxville for the game. And, uh, how is your and Stevens like? How's your weight loss thing going? I was like, well, that that was over in March. She's yeah. like, oh, I thought you guys were just continuing this. And I was like, no, no why? No. Why would we do that? <laughs> Absolutely not. Although someone commented on one of our photos that that you look, I slim. look. Sl- no, slender. 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 I am Slender Man. Yeah, you are Slender yeah. Man, which in reality, you look as portly and fat as I do. You just... Like, I don't think I do. Oh, I do. Absolutely, you, so? you do. Okay. But on camera, you have better posture than me. And you also don't like... I, I slump. Why. I just slump over and let it all hang out. That's, you know... So my niece said today, decided she wanted to move in with... My niece is four. Decided she wanted to move in with me and my wife. And uh, um, I said... Well, you can't come over today because I have someone come over coming over to the house today, and he does not like kids. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, he, yeah, he absolutely." No, I said he's coming over to the house today, and he's he is uh, he, he's a mean person. That's what I said. And Jeff, my sister said yes, and he does not like kids. I said yeah, and he's super fat. Like he'll just eat eat you or whatever. And, and then my sister goes, "It's funny." Because we're trying to be funny, but we're all we're saying just true things. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your sister, man. Oh my god. So anyway, I think she's just secretly butthurt that I say shit that offends her from time to time. I think uh, probably. Yeah. So and if they were in Knoxville without the kids, then she would be. We would be recording an episode tonight to yeah. release later. But talking about man. you know the fake wage gap and <laughs> right. Well, you know, uh, male privilege. Yeah. Well. Anyway, so back do you, to do you, oh, go ahead. Sorry, no, no I was just no. gonna say back to that conversation we just had. What was his name again? <laughs> Trevor. <laughs> we we will be we're gonna be on one or both of his podcasts at yeah. some point in the hopefully near future. We're working out dates with him. We will let everyone know when that's gonna come up. Um, he's sending us some songs um, that he just recently recorded. They're unreleased, but we're gonna. I'll pick one of them to tag on the end of this episode, yep. so you'll hear that in a few minutes. Um, but go give his podcast a listen, the Trevor Jackson podcast and the Two Brothers podcast. Yep. B-R-O-T-H-A-S, Two Brothers podcast. Right. And are, are they on all the platforms as well? I, I think I so. Know. But they... Because yes. in, in in true form, I did no research. I looked up nothing before yeah, this episode. So they most of their... So they also do... They do live to Facebook Live and, and other... Right. Other platforms but and that's most saturday mornings around 10 or 11 eastern time yeah they're on facebook live and they're the two brothers there's a two brothers group on facebook and and um so anyway and and their podcast is exponentially more popular than ours is oh for sure yeah do we only have people on here in hopes to garner some (laughs) some fans yeah if if you're out there listening and you think you might be a guest just know we're using you for our own benefit if you're out there and you can bring us consistent listens right like people that will listen and then continue to listen hit us up we'll have you as a guest <laughs> but in all fairness though like if, if would you listen to this podcast on a regular basis you're a big podcast consumer would you listen to this podcast i don't know it's hard for me to say if i would or not because i'm really i'm on it so it's hard for me to really you can't be unbiased you can't separate yourself from that no i i don't Trust that subconsciously I'm being biased. Interesting. I'm not sure. I can tell you right now, I would tune into it. I would feel the same about our podcast as I do about the Bill Burr podcast. I enjoy it in doses, but as a whole, it's grating on my nerves and I don't enjoy it. See, I I am 
so super loyal to that part. I listen right. to that. Right. I'm just episode. saying comparatively, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how I feel about that is how I would feel about that. Well, I listen Same to, thing with Adam Carolla or same thing with even Joe Rogan. Like Joe Rogan I listen doesn't, to Joe Rogan depending on who his guest is. Joe Rogan doesn't grate me, but it bores the shit out of me from time to time. Really? Yeah. See, it doesn't me because they their conversations go anywhere. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Which is one thing I, I like about but us. But in all fairness, I'm, I'm not interested in many things, you know. Outside of yourself. Outside of myself. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Like, I enjoy conversations about things that I think about. Because I think, you know, like, okay, I think about, we all think about all kinds of shit. But I mean, like, I don't care about someone's celebrity or where they came from. That shit doesn't matter to me. But when I have somebody's, I guess when I'm listening to somebody else asking the questions. But if I'm having the conversation, it's a much different point of interest than listen to somebody else ask the questions. So I'm similar to that, except I am super interested in in two or more comedians talking to each other and hearing the stories from yeah, as see, they come up through comedy and things like yeah, that. See, that doesn't matter to me. Like, like I uh, like Joe Rogan well enough. I think he's a great interviewer. I care. It's kind of like listening to Mark Maron's interviews, right? Yeah. Right. Like I, he gets great shit out of the people he interviews when he doesn't that, talk over them. And that interests me, but I can't, I don't give a shit about what he's asking or saying. And like Joe Rogan's kind of the same way. He's an interesting dude. But like when he's on there talking to people, they have great conversations, but I don't care about any fucking thing that he has to say in that conversation. Gotcha. And even though he has some great points and he has some great viewpoints, he has some sure. shit, I don't whatever the case may be, like I'm interested in who he's talking to. And mm-hmm. But granted also, I lose interest after a little bit because like- well, his this, stuff is super long right. for Well, it's the same reason though I don't watch sports, right? Yeah. Because I feel like there's, granted- it, probably is nothing valuable at all but i have other shit i'd rather spend my time doing like i lose gotcha. interest and in, like i i grew up playing sports like i played some i was never like pro level but i was a i was a decent baseball player i was fucking goddamn good at like fighting and shit and i was decent at some other stuff but i never took it seriously enough because i had other shit i'd rather be doing it's no more or no less valuable, but it's stuff that I enjoyed more. Yeah. And that's kind of how I am. It's like, I, we talk shit about me hating sports and it's just because like, you enjoy playing sports. You don't yeah. enjoy watching. Sports. Well, I always, most of the time with like football, like college football, I just, I like to make fun of it because it's, we've talked about this. It's funny to me that people have no correlation to a school whatsoever. Sure. Well, orbit their life. They live around, and die by that. Right. Yeah. And I find yeah. that ridiculous. Um, and like for me, like UT football, like I have no ties to the school other than like your daughter goes there, but I don't give a shit about it. None of what they do matters to me. So whatever. Um, and professional sports are the same way. They have no bearing. Like I enjoy watching hockey. Um, so I would go to a Predators game if I didn't have to pay a billion dollars for a fucking ticket. Right. Ice Bears, <clears throat> I can go for 20 bucks. So sure. it's, it's worth going to me because I enjoy watching hockey. But like uh, I remember when I was little going to an NFL game and, and realizing that they took timeouts basically for commercial breaks. And I was like, this is stupid. It's interesting because they didn't used to do that when you were little. Yeah. They've they only started doing that in the last 20 years. Yeah. I would 20 years ago. You were 19. No, no, because I went when I was like 14, 13, 14. It was very rare for football games back then to have commercial timeouts. Dallas Cowboys did. All right, maybe the Cowboys did. Yeah, because I mean, I think I went there, I was 13, 14. But I remember going to that and I was like, this is dumb. Like, I don't want to sit and wait for commercial. And that's a stupid thing to annoy me, but it it did. Yeah, they Um, do it now. They they walk out on the field with the clock and and you can see the time counting down. But I've gone to a few major league baseball games, like going to them in person. Like, I won't watch it on TV, but I enjoy the experience of going to some of these places. Like when I lived in Baltimore, it was great because the Orioles had no one showing up ever. Yeah. Because it was, you know, post-Cal Ripken days. So 
I enjoyed going because I didn't have to deal with the crowds and didn't have sure. to deal with all that shit. But um, so all that coming back to like the podcast because it's nothing that piques my interest all the time. Like I'll listen to clips here and there, but for the most part, it does. Like I find other things for me that I'd rather invest my time. Well, you in. listen to music the way I listen to podcasts. Yes. Like you feel your. I listen to podcasts in my busy times. Right. So while I'm sitting at my desk at work, See, that's while funny I, like I was me. painting today, which actually I had the football right. game on in the background, but I fully intended to turn on a, a, an episode of Joe Rogan. See, if I'm working or actively doing something, I can't listen to music. I can't listen to podcasts. Oh, really? I can't listen to shit. Oh, like, I, I have to I focus. Have to. Now, if I'm reading something, right. like if there's a long email and I'm going to reading and get details out of, I have to pause whatever because right. I, I don't want to miss what I'm listening to right. and I can't give my attention See, I to can't, both. See, I can't focus. Like oh, if yeah, I'm I working, I can have, depending on the type of music i can have it playing in the background not in headphones or shit but like say i'm, oh, no. I'm See, working I'm in our like warehouse that. like i have to have, but if i'm having to focus no there's nothing yeah that's if, I'm, quiet. if i'm having to put together a presentation at work or whatever i've got a podcast in my ear because oh, i can't do it i can listen and it helps to pass the time yes i can't do that at all like oh, i'm yeah. the only time i ever did working is when i used to have to solder circuit boards i could put headphones in because it was brainless like i didn't have sure. to think but i have to critically think about shit no i need my own my own brain waves going you. on that's interesting to me because I know a lot of people that are like that, but I'm not like that at all. For certain, like menial tasks, I like background music, but otherwise, no. Well, it's, you, look, you don't have a mental illness. Mental illness has you. So, <laughs> no, just anyway. So I'm going to be do, going to a new psych soon. By the way, you? regardless of some of that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. See yeah. if they want to come on and talk. All right. No, I think I have. Uh, I think I've been misdiagnosed, and I'm going to go talk to. Are you them tripolar? No. What? Oh. No. I mean, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. I don't want to, because you're an asshole, and so you know, okay. I don't want to dig into it too much. Not through the VA though, because okay. if I think I if I'm right about the diagnosis, then the VA doesn't recognize it as a valid like disability. So I'll lose all my fucking VA money. So I'm I'm going to a civilian doctor sure. to talk to about it because as far as they're concerned, I'm keeping that shit for as long as I live. They don't have access to that though. They can't no, gain access. No, to that? no, not without permission. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's HIPAA. You can't share sure. medical information without that. I just thought medical. But what I think medical it is, could share with medical is what I thought. No, not without not without permission, okay. like doctor to doctor. <clears throat> but the reason is though, um, is because what I think that the you know me well enough. We give each other shit, but in mm -hmm. all fairness, I'm pretty self aware as far as how I operate and how my brain works and all of that shit. For the most part, you got to give me that much, and. Um, just doing some reading and research search and it's something I've joked about a lot, but I've read some articles recently that I feel like that the particular diagnosis that I think that I have that touches a lot of the similar points as the bipolar, but it fits much, much better, but there's no medication for it. There's no whatever they, it's therapy and what the fuck else ever, but I'm interested to see what the doc says. I'm going to be making an appointment here soon. So I'm interested about it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So. I have nothing to say. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what no, it we is. Can, we so. can talk about it if you no, want. No, no, I don't give fine. a shit. No, no, no. We, we intended I'm, to come back I'm, I'm just time. setting it up that way. Sure. Just to, it takes a little bit of your ammunition away to fucking punch me in the fucking asshole, which is what you would what you would do. But, Whatever. No. Anyway. Um, which we've gotten way off topic, but... Well, yeah. You know. We're doing what we didn't want to do. Why? I wanted to do this. No, huh? we said make it short. No, I understand making it short, but we're having valid conversation. We're just not talking about what we're doing next week, which is what we were doing the last time we just ran over for fucking ever. Sure. All right. 
You're done talking though. You've no, already closed down. No, it's not down. that. It's like I don't. You shut yourself I, down emotionally. No, what to me. can I say about what you're talking about? I oh, don't. Know I wish we'd have about talked it. about mental illness some with him. That we have to make a note that that's some shit I want to talk you, about. You have a. You have. A, I don't have one in front of me. God damn it. Well, you, you said it over there. Oh yeah. No, screamed. because it's interesting to me how mental illness is treated in the black community versus yeah. the white community, especially now. Yeah. This whole mental illness um, fucking crusade that right. so many people are on. Make a mental note. That's done. To tell, I have like, I have, I have, ask I have a, him about it. Dude, I have a notebook of mental notes in my brain oh, no. that whenever I speak with someone, just fucking goes away. Well, it's like you put them in a filing cabinet and lock it so they don't go anywhere. And yeah. The, the, you forget well, to I bring just, I key. come on the notes oh, and then they get smudged I and I can't read them anymore. So I was going to tell you, mm-hmm. I took your advice and I started watching last night, uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. I enjoyed the first episode. Okay. I very much did. I've only seen the one. Yep. Um, Because I have to watch it after my wife goes to bed. She's not into that. Right. So I'll probably watch episode two tonight. Mm -hmm. When I finish that, I hear that was it haunting of Blythe House or something. (laughs) Blythe Manor. Blythe Manor. Is that what it is? Blythe. Blythe. Bly Manor. Okay. I heard that that was good, so I'll probably move along to that. It's not nearly as good. Is it not? Okay. It's enjoyable. Okay, di- completely different scenario. On different, that different feel entirely. So I, I will. Put no, no, no. I'm way. talking about different family, different. Everything. Oh, absolutely. So a few of the same, like actors. American Horror Story. Was. Yeah, okay. kind of. And I didn't watch that, but yeah. I know. So I will put it this way, not to ruin it for you. I'm, I'm uh, haunting, haunting of Hill House is pretty great all the way through. The very end of it is not a letdown, but I know you all enough. You're like me. You're gonna walk away back. That could have been better. So I gotta ask you. Do you remember the first episode of Hill yeah. House? At the end, when he walked in and he spoke to the sister, did you know immediately? Yeah, that that was a ghost. I did too. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not going to be like. There's a few things you'll figure out. I think there'll be a, a couple of things that are going to catch you off guard. Well, the whole time, if you think like I do, you see the title of the episode right. is "Stephen Sees a Ghost." Right. And he tells the, the lady he's at the house, I've never seen one before. Right. And so your thought is, oh, well, maybe he'll see her husband. Right. And then he doesn't. Right. And then he walks into the apartment and he talks to her and she doesn't say anything and the dad calls, whatever. Right. And as soon as he spoke to her, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's her ghost. No, for sure. For sure. No, it's it's one of those shows that there'll be a few things, like, and at least that's for me, because we think you're much more analytical, but we've a lot of those things we, we're both pretty, we pick up on. We're not stupid, <laughs> so right. we can think of things critically enough to be like, "This Da-doy. is probably going to happen." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will think. I do think there'll be a couple of things you're going to be like, "I did not see that coming." So yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. So here's the thing about both, and not to detract you from it, the haunting of Hill House I thought was great. The last episode I think could have been stronger had they not tied up some okay. ends that were there. You're saying they they. Needed an extra episode. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I feel like they went out of their way to put a, a night, a nice bow on a couple things to add closure to them instead of leaving them open. Okay. Does that make sense? No, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So not that it was bad, but like I like things that don't end up neat and pretty. I like them to be fucking messy and fucked up because that's how life is. I like that as well. Yes. So the blind manner, it's really enjoyable, but they almost they took all the best parts about. Haunting of Hill House, they threw them in there and then dumbed them all down for everybody uh, else. Because it's gotcha. almost like they took the feedback and people were like, I didn't get when they did that. Like, why did that happen? And they explained the last episode of Bly Manor, they literally explained everything that occurred, like almost step by step in the episode. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck, guys? 
So <clears throat> I can't remember what you said about Hill House if you thought it was a scary show. Yeah. You did think it was scary? Scary is the wrong word. I thought it was adequately adequately creepy for what it did as it goes on. Like there's some okay. parts that is are it uneasy. More so than the first episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I didn't get that feeling. In no, the first no, 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 no. And I, I enjoyed it. Right. But. And and scary is the wrong word, right? Yeah, okay. But there are some parts of it that are kind of like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, you know, type of thing. Like it's not, to me, it's a very, very is a strong word. Excuse sure. me for that. It's much more of a smart horror series than most. I got you. Yeah. So, so it's, it's more of like a, huh. At the beginning of the first episode when they're all children and they, the girls, crying and right. they go and she says the crooked neck lady or whatever mm -hmm. and then the dad tells her whatever and he walks out mm -hmm. and the cameras from this angle and you can see behind like i could see that the woman's is coming out of there before she ever moved or came out like right. like a full two minutes ahead of time i'm like she's there and yeah. she's fixing to come out right. and i don't like that right i don't like that i have that superpower <laughs> that's fair and then so, so like when i say there's going to be some things you probably won't expect it's not going to be things like that as much as just plot points that are going to be like oh that kind of came out of left field it makes sense but i didn't quite see it it wasn't telegraphed as much as Steve so you like know that. i want to ask these these uh uh spiritualists that we're going to have on here next week they're not spiritual i'm just kidding uh what movies mm -hmm. shows or whatever are most like the experiences or things oh, that they for seen. a change that's a good question for a change anyway I, I think by far okay here's a question for you out of all the episodes we've had and at this point we've had more episodes than the average independent podcast sure. out there like more than I two think or the three average combined. is like 24 yeah and we're at yeah. like 2,000 episodes at this point <laughs> we, we do need to have like a circle jerk for our fucking hundredth but <clears throat> So, as a whole, which episode do you think I've asked the worst or most stupid questions on that have not furthered or helped the conversation whatsoever? I don't know. Okay, let me let me reword that then. Which episode do you feel like I detracted more from the conversation than I added? Is that Any time you're not interested in whatever me and the other person are talking about. What are you talking <laughs> If you're genuinely not interested, you won't just come right, in, come right out and go, this shit is boring next. Yeah. You just make stupid comments and say when, and ask stupid when questions. When have I done that? Just anytime you're not interested. Like I can't tell you one right off the top of my head, but I know I feel like that often. Well, you know me well enough. Well, like I know it annoyed the shit out of you on the one with Don when I was looking shit up on my phone while you guys were talking about the mask up Knoxville. Because no. you no, you made a couple comments about it. You were it didn't like annoy me. Okay, I just knew you weren't interested. Yeah, but then also. The, you said something about you're looking for something. And I was and I looking just, for something. I just gen, generally just trust I have, I have, that I have a specific episode in mind. I was hoping that you would come, come from too. Where, like, I don't feel like the questions added. I feel like they detracted or were not even detracted, but just were. I feel like the episode with Brian from Born This Way, like some of the questions, I was just like, why the fuck are you asking that? Because I, I called you out on it once. You're like, what's well, because the people listening may not know. Yeah, like, yeah. the fuck the people listening? So in that particular episode, I had a couple of people in mind mm -hmm. of questions I knew that they would ask. Right. And I was just like, fucking, I'm asking But again, I, but that, that's why. It's not that, because I know you're not an idiot. Well, I mean, you're an idiot, but you're not an idiot. Sure. But, and I knew you asked those specifically because of like some type of you knew people would want 
don't know the questions sure. to, but I know you well enough to know that you didn't need to know. So I was like, why the fuck are you asking? Like, who gives a shit what people listening or want to think? I care what they... What, I know you do. I don't yeah. give a fuck. But I know that was, you don't. that was the one episode I can think of. That if I, I could ever get you to give a fuck... We would be unstoppable. <laughs> That's not true at all. I think it would be. Part, part, of our, part of our allure is I don't give a fuck. I don't think it is. I, I think you are wrong again. I do give a... How do, what do I not give a fuck about? I, I just... I think... This could, I, I think for like this could be a whole episode because now we're 25 minutes. I, I don't give a shit. I want to know at this point. What do be, I not give a fuck about? I, I don't give a fuck about what you, you think, but what do I not give a fuck about? <laughs> <laughs> I think you care much less about this than I do. Okay. I would disagree. Okay. You don't know how much I care about it, so fine. <laughs> well, you don't know how much I don't care about I it. I cry every night that we don't, <laughs> every, every night that we don't okay. surpass 100 listens. I, I cry. All right. No. Uh, no, I, I I think maybe care is not the right word, but I do think, and I was going to say it's less important, but I don't think that important is not even the right word. I can tell you what I how I how I kind of see the whole thing. Go ahead. This is just me. It's my podcast, and you're my every week guest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I feel like it's very different perspectives on a how we approach things. Like we've sure. talked about this before. We yeah. approach things. Big. I'm very much by like I'll whip my dick out and go, and you are much more meticulous in how you plan or look at things because mm-hmm. you all, you like to feel prepared, but. I feel like the way that we look at the our our personal value to the podcast very differently. You think so? Yeah, okay. and I think we view each other's viewpoint and how we approach the podcast as n- negative is the wrong word, but less effective than our own. Okay. So, like, I feel like part of the appeal of the podcast, and I'm not even talking, and even it's even a difference in viewing our roles. Like, I feel like we have these preconceived roles based on our character traits that we both feel like we fill in the podcast, and we both are self-fulfilling prophecies to a point. But I, I think our view, like, like in my brain, you've always been more prepared. You've always planned for shit, and so you've, like, you're more meticulous with certain things. And for me... I've never given a fuck about anything. I've always just thrown myself into it. And so in my brain to a point, those are the roles we fill on the podcast. Like I just come sure. on willy nilly and that's my charm. That's my, that's what I, I do. Charm might be the and, wrong word. Right. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> no, but, I know what you're but like, saying. I look kidding. at, and again, this has been very, very over analytical about it. And it sounds stupid as shit, but like, I feel like I come on as the wild card. Like I, and again, like, cause I'm not prepared. I'm going off whatever saying the conversation, blah, blah, blah. That's actually a negative thing. A lot of times, like I'm not, you know what I mean? But in my brain, like that's what I bring. You bring the preparation, you bring the, like the glue that holds the thing together. And like I bring the fucking shit that tears the whole goddamn thing apart at the time. And I think that's what I see is that dynamic is what makes this podcast awesome. In my opinion, you view those two things as like me coming on not preparing as being like a, a, a negative thing for the for the podcast. Okay. So does that I, make sense? Like I over explained it. No, I think I think I, I, I got so now I want to go back and answer your question. Like what you did I ask a question? You, I was just you, you oh. did. You asked me what oh, yeah, yeah. what episode I got or you. whatever did I think you asked things or whatever that you tried that I took the most. away from the yeah. Sure, sure. And I think it's this episode. Really? Because the last 15 to 20 minutes have completely detracted from 
what the first hour and 20 minutes of this podcast I'm in was. with the guest, goddammit. Sure. People could turn it off at the break, and they'd know no different. I understand that. <laughs> they expect more out of us. I can cut this off sooner. No, I can I'm cut just... off after five minutes mid-word, and it'll just be over. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. You've been no, wanting just... to be done for a while. No, it's not that I've been wanting to be done. I felt like we were done. I felt like organically it was a end of an episode. Mm-hmm. And now I felt like we've, I feel like um, we are trying to go on without Michael Scott. Really? No. Because okay. I, I enjoyed The Office after Michael Scott left. See, I and see, that's, again, how we view things differently. Sure. I feel like this has been a fairly natural progression. And granted, it's not as deep and it's not as meaningful as the first half of the episode. Sure. But we've still talked about shit. Yeah. You know? Shit. You, you don't enjoy this as much as I do. I, I, this is the part I, no, of the no, no, podcast no, no, no. I enjoy more than you. I absolutely enjoy this. I don't enjoy it at the end of what the first of this po- I feel like this you're, you're goes with the last week. You're, you're overthinking it. This is a feeling, not a thought. No, it's a feeling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a it's a thought. It's a feeling. Thanks, Elmer Fudd. It's, <laughs> it's a feeling. Ah, fuck me. All right. No, on that no, note, do you want to you want to cut this off now? Are you done? Are you fucking done talking? No. Okay. You yeah, want to talk no, about? I, I I really oh I do actually. Okay. Um. And now I've lost it. Like I legitimately had something else I was going to say, and I've lost it now. See, I was just going to play his track over the top of this last bit, so you yeah, just I've, hear like little bits of us sure. talking, and it doesn't matter. I don't do that because then you detract from his song. <laughs> just like don't I detract do from your life. <laughs> I don't. <You> subtract <laughs> from it. <laughs> no, I, I had something else, and I can't remember what it was. I honestly can't. But okay. anyway, I was going to tell you that I watched Haunting of Hill House. I right. started watching it. And that anyway. took away entirely from the first half of this episode. It did, but fuck, we were already there. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't... All right. Well, next week know. we got the um, Paranormal Investigators, which I believe is the Knoxville Ghost Seekers, I think is the name of the group. I think that's what you put it in the calendar as. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about it. But yeah, I, like I will say, like I said, props to you. Like Trevor was like the best guest. Like he was so fun to talk to. Yeah, if you and if you want to hear good, interesting conversation, go listen to Trevor Jackson podcast and the yep. Two Brothers podcast and yep. and uh, beg Troy to have us on the Two Brothers podcast. Troy and Abed in the morning. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. All right. All right. Till next time. What you think of me don't matter to me. What you say about me don't matter to me. What you think of me don't matter to me. Okay. What you say about me yeah. don't matter People to me. People call your name, say you're lame. Some it drive them insane. But me, I just laugh. Cause who is you like I'm a fool? I change like the weather. On my feet, I'm lighter than a feather. With time, I get better. Legend like I'm Will. In these streets, I was built. If we ain't talking about a flip, then we don't speak the same lingo. With chicks, I don't mingle. I get to the point. High off life, I never need a joint. My ego in check, I don't have to boast. Real to most, but fuck your opinion. They love when I'm grinning. Corners, I'm bending. This album is trending. Cold blooded is winning. So, what you think of me don't matter to me. 
What you say about me don't matter to me. What you think of me don't matter to me. What you say about me don't matter to me. My pocket's fatter, my chick is better. I'm climbing up that ladder, I'm coming up. I came up, been down so long. Who running up? Cause I ain't scared, I'm well prepared. I'm here, I'm there. We everywhere, you never there. You never splurge. You window shop, that's what we heard. You claim you ballin', but never flip the bird. I'm flipping words, I'm about to score a triple double. I'm back at it, right now you niggas in. Trouble be about your hustle. Lames, I never trust them. Don't acknowledge haters. They hate when you get paper. You fake, I see you later. Pass you in an Ashton. You make me laugh like Martin. Ladies say I'm heartless. But when you poppin', you got options. So why stop it? That music floppin' every time CBR droppin'. What you think of me don't matter to me. What you say about me don't matter to me. What you think of me don't matter to me What you say about me don't matter to me